Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Father, and Son, Holy Spirit, please, Father, in Jesus' name, forgive me for all of my sins. Purify me and allow the words that come out of everyone's mouth on this program to touch and anoint other people. Dear Heavenly Father, we just praise you for this opportunity once again to be able to get together in an electronic ecclesia that touches people from around the world. Father, we, we praise you and we just we just want to thank you because there's so much disinformation, so many people that are misled, so many brothers and sisters that we have that are saying just terrible and horrible and awful things that do not line up with your Holy Bible. And it just it's so deeply troubling. But Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus that somehow through a miraculous, you know, Father, you know, as we as, as you led me to to preach and touch and teach about on the prayer vigil on Friday night, Father, I just pray that the things that you need to make happen on this earth to bring the body of Jesus Christ together as a united force against the forces of darkness occurs. And it happens in a relatively rapid fashion. Father, I pray in Jesus name that we do not have to continue to suffer uh, a slow and deliberate, you know, what, what, what we call here on the earth, uh, death by a thousand cuts um, <clears throat> in a way that, in a way that we do see happening around the world right now, because it is, it is a very, very difficult journey for sure. But your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we praise your holy name for for every opportunity that you have given us, every opportunity that we can have another heartbeat, every opportunity that we can have just one more opportunity to be able to repent, to turn away from our, our evil ways, even though in many cases we are not even aware that we have them. Uh, Father, we pray that you will continue to reveal to us the things that we need to change in our lives, the behaviors, the things that um, may be perfectly okay or fine for some people, but maybe just for us because of our constitution and, and, and who you have made us to be, that they're just, you know, things that we have to steer clear of. We're all different, and you're leading us all in uh, unique, very unique paths. And for that, we give you great praise because we know that that is a big, big part, if not the the quintessence 
quintessential essence of uh, Psalm 139, verse 16, where you have written, you know, in, in our books, in our very own books, you have written about what, that which you want us to walk in. And um, and I just want to go ahead and praise you, Father, and thank you for the opportunity to be able to 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 um, to, to be able to, to touch people's lives, to re- to recognize that we are all part of the body of Jesus Christ, regardless of whether or not we are in France or in Australia or in New Zealand or living in Indonesia or in China or wherever it is, Father, that our citizenship, Philippians 3.20, I think it is, um, uh, uh, our citizenship is in heaven and we are not, you know, it is not about um, – uh, you know, us living in America or living in Africa or Namibia or wherever it is, or, or Spain or Italy, but we are all one body, and uh, and we need to be able to recognize that. And and Father, we just pray in Jesus' name that our other fellow brothers and sisters out there that have um, that ha- that have podcasts and are saying things that they are saying or have uh, popular uh, social media channels or whatever the case is, Father, we just pray that they will maybe maybe just by some miracle, Father God, you can just Help, help them, help them, open their eyes, come to them in a dream or a vision, touch, touch people through your angelic presences, Father God, we pray, that, 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 the, that the people that believe, that they really do believe with all of their heart that they're serving you, but Father, help them to understand that, that the world has 8 billion people in it and 243 countries, including the island nations, 195 major, relatively major independent countries. Father, help them to understand that we are all part of the body of Jesus Christ. Christ, and we're not unique or special in, 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 in this is one body. We are to be part of one body. We are not to see ourselves more or less important to the body of Christ than any other. And that is the humility and the love and the contrite spirit that we have for one another. And, 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 and how is it that we can, you know, behave the way that we're behaving in some cases, Father, and uh, not, uh, you know, recognize or, or consider or feel or, you know, the, the, the plight that our fellow brothers and sisters are experiencing uh, in other parts of the world and and feel led to pray for them and understand and to lead them and to help them to understand what options they have through the power that has been given to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God, for everything that you have helped us to understand, for all the anointings and touchings and the various guests, and, and, and to bring us out of that pit of, of misunderstanding your scripture and forgetting that we have brothers and sisters in all parts of the world and, and, and becoming very myopic and almost borderline narcissistic in the way that we look at ourselves in Christ and to recognize that we, through our humility and living uh, the uh, actually be becoming, being the Beatitudes, becoming, having that contrite spirit and, to, and to, to, to share that love and have that compassion of the Lord Jesus and not to be out there telling people that we shouldn't, things that we should not be telling them and completely forgetting the, the plight and the struggle and the trials and tribulations and the difficulties that our fellow brothers and sisters in other countries are experiencing, Father. And we just pray in Jesus' name that we will never become that self, self-centered, self-serving. We, let us never believe, Father God, that what it was that we think we understand is so important that it would go beyond the compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ, that, that somehow we were given some sort of an epiphany or something that would make us somehow know something that's unique uh, that, would, uh, that, that, that we feel that we must tell other people and scare them and horrify them and trip them up in their actual walk where they are just because they're in a different country and subject to different roles. Father God, we just pray in Jesus' name for 
spirit of unity to fall upon your people, Father. We ask you in the name of Jesus for the revelation. Now, if this is part of your master plan, if this is part of the tearing down of, of churchianity, if this is part of um, uh, bringing your, you know, really raising up the true remnant bride, and I believe that the true remnant bride is not those who believe that they are the bride, but it is those who have that contrite spirit and maybe hope maybe hope that they might be chosen as part of your bride, Jesus. And we just pray, oh, Lord, in, in your holy name, in Jesus' name, that, that through, through our learnings, our lessons, our chastening, our, our testing, our, our uh, um, uh, yeah, what would be the right word, our, our, the, the trials and tribulations that we have to go through, that we are brought to a place in humility, that we really truly fear you and that fear and that fear is combined with a deep deep love that it's so very difficult and paradoxical to explain but yet drives us it breaks our heart to not be and walk in accordance with your holy will and never come to a place where we have presumptuous sin in our life. We just praise you, Father God, for helping us to come to these, this place, no matter how difficult the journey is, as we head in that direction. And we just pray, Father, help us. Help us and teach us to be as we ought to be. Help us and teach us to understand the love that Jesus has for everybody worldwide, for the Christians in Syria, for the Christians in Lebanon and Beirut, 40,000 of them. Father, how can we be so self-centered? And I pray, Father, that you will remove that self-centeredness and give us just maybe just kind of like um, an anointing, a special touch through your, through your presence and our dreams and visions, uh, you know, not, and, and bring us all to that place of humility where we truly put aside this notion that we somehow have this special information and, and, that we, and we forget the plight of our fellow brothers and sisters in other countries who we should be praying for in tears and out of love literally every single day. Father, teach us. Teach us, we pray, in Jesus' name. And, Father, we just thank you again, once again, for this opportunity through this electronic ecclesia to be able to touch other people's lives. Father, every time I get an email, it's not that often, but when I do get an email from another country and that person is has been touched in a mighty and powerful way uh, because of the plight that they're in, in that country, Father, it is the deepest blessing. I know I'm standing on holy ground at that moment. I know I've dorked up and made mistakes in the past, and I pray that you will forever forgive me and, and that your mercy doesn't. I just embrace the words that your mercy endures forever. And, Father, I pray that we all learn to fear hellfire. We all learn to become motivated because we love you, that we love you, Jesus, that you are our first love. And that is how we will dwell in the secret place of the Most High as we spend time on our knees seeking you to be to, to walk in as much righteousness and, and, and holiness that only you can give us through the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ but but yet at the same time we are asked yes indeed to put forth an effort to persevere and we thank you for that Father God and praise your holy name and now to him our Lord Jesus who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless someday before the presence of our Father God in glory hallelujah with exceeding joy Boy, can you imagine what that must feel like? I cannot wait. And to you, Father God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen.
God, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I'm still dealing with a little bit of the remnants of this. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. It's a cold. It's a cold. I know. I know about that. I mean, you know, of course, you know, praise Jesus for the radio show and being able to keep up with, uh, you know, the creepy weirdness that's going on around the world. Hallelujah. Um, uh, and you know, and, and it, it's a burden. It's a little bit of a burden. It's an Ecclesiastes one eighteen thing, you know. Um, and again, uh, for those of you who are relatively new listeners of the show or totally new listeners of the show, and I know that there's constant movement and motion. I know sometimes people just, you know, want to have an extra dose, and uh, no pun intended, an extra dose of uh, satanic ugly, and they'll go, you know, hunt it down, uh, you know, they and, 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 you know, what's really interesting is that we don't really take into a lot, you know, a lot of times we don't really take into consideration the track record of the individual that we're listening to, and, uh, you know, how much they, you know, have historically gotten right or, or whatever, but we just feel, I don't know, drawn in by the darkness. We want to know what the devil's going to, you know, what the next horrible thing is going to happen across the earth, and and what are the, you know, uh, uh, evil darkness? And, and I just, you know, after a while, I just, you know, have to, I, I have to unplug from it a little bit um, just to, you know, kind of, you know, dwell in the secret place of the Most High to be able to spend some time talking to the Lord, letting my heart out, you know, just pour out to him pour out to the Lord because I dork up. I dork up a lot. And, uh, but I, you know, and it may be the reason why I know that I dork up as much as I do is maybe because I spend a little bit more time in the New Testament. And every single time I read more and more of the New Testament over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, um, I, um, I'm very blessed to, um, uh, you know, to, uh, to uh, learn more to learn more. So yeah, Philippians 320, it, it is. And let me just go ahead. And I believe, I believe it is. Hold on. Let me just hit it again and make sure. Yeah. For, for our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for our savior, Lord Jesus Christ. And it, you know, it talks about transforming our low, lowly body, bodies into his awesome, you know, and glorious body and all that kind of thing, which really is us transcending uh, into what we ultimately are, which is light beings, you know, beings of light. I mean, everything, it's, it's just an amazing thing. Uh, the more we learn about heaven, I 
you know, I've been telling a lot of people uh, as much as I can. I mean, I, I wish I had more time. I really do. I really, really wish I had more time. What's 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 troubling and awful sad for me is uh, it's a good thing. I don't even know how to verbalize it. I really don't. I'm I'm without words. But there are people out there that are that have you know. Um, different types of podcasts and such uh, that are, you know, whether it be YouTube channels, whether it be blog talk radio shows, whatever the case may be, that are, you know, they take tithes, you know, they take uh, contributions, where, which there is, biblically speaking, there is nothing wrong with taking tithes. However, um, they are, I'll tell you what, they, they are subjecting themselves, okay, because, you know, for example, oh, God, I could treat, I could teach on the Bible. I love the Bible. I love the Bible. I love the Bible, love the Bible, Ezekiel 34. I mean, Ezekiel 34 um, is just, it's just amazing. Um, son, of, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Now, see, here's the thing. We, here's a spiritual discernment. Okay, so when you spiritually discern your scripture, you realize, you know, you have people that will hold up Ezekiel 33, 6, and they're telling everybody, I'm a watchman, and I must warn everybody, because I don't want their blood on my hands. You know, and it's funny, we cherry pick one or two scriptures, you know, you know to make a point. Okay, but, but, you know, but really when you blend the entire Old Testament and New Testament together, which you can do when you understand the concept of an old covenant and a new covenant versus a, you know, a, uh, and, you know, you, it's an old contract, which would have been under the law. And then the new contract, which is under the grace of Jesus Christ. But you, it's tricky. It's a little bit tricky to understand all these concepts if you don't understand the fundamentals of, of how the legal system works on earth. Earth, because Earth really, in very many ways, is uh, kind of like a weird sort of a mock-up of a lot of the things that are in heaven. Except, um, now I don't know, I don't want to get into all of this, but I'll tell you what, the lessons that you can learn from the things that are happening on Earth are, now. nowadays things are awfully, awfully, they're getting really dark. I mean, you know, as if I have to say that. I mean, it's like so obvious. Like, thank you, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different You're track. <laughs> right? Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. But you know, um, it you know it says what you know when you go to Ephesians uh, uh, chapter two verses uh, essentially nine, ten, eleven. I'm directing you in the proximity if you wanted to read about it, uh, where it says you know uh, that Jesus Christ has torn down the middle wall separation between you know and, and, and the point it's making is that Jew and Gentile, even in Galatians it goes we are neither man nor woman, Jew nor Gentile, we are one in the body of Jesus Christ. Wow, isn't that amazing? So it's a very spiritual unity that exists. And when, you know, then you're like, well, hey, wait a minute. You go back and you look at some of the scriptures and some of the prophecies and some of the things that are written in the Old Testament. And as long as they're not superseded by the new contract, the new eternal, the new eternal contract, which is what a covenant is, it's eternal. Okay, in that, so that new covenant of Jesus, you know, when, when, when he, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, and it's right there, you know, when, when he and the final, you know, on the Passover dinner uh, before, you know, he died on the cross and everything, you know, and, and, he, and we, we, we take communion. And, you know, this is the new covenant, the new covenant in my blood, you know, and, uh, you know, that that is when you understand those things and you understand the verbiage. A lot of people don't even understand the basics of the language that they're reading, even as it's translated into English. So you don't even know know what the word contrite means, for example. So when Jesus when the Lord says. Uh, I say, you know, he, he, our father saves such as have has has a contrite spirit. 
Okay, and if we don't even know what the word contrite to, we just read right right through it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay, blah 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 blah, you know, like. But we don't, we don't, if we don't even know that, you know, without even getting into the nuances of the different translations and and this and the the fact that there's five different words for love in Greek uh, that you know cannot translate over to English and all the other complications associated with with those dynamics, Hebrew to English, uh, Greek to English, and all that, um, you know. It, 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 it's it's very very difficult and um and so uh, people get confused and they don't they think that you know and they're like well the you know the Bible's the inerrant word of God well it is um but you, yeah you you have to contend with uh you know studying it and understanding it and a lot of people I don't know it, I don't understand why so few are on, for example when it says right here in Ezekiel 34 how quickly we're able to grab Ezekiel 36. <clears throat> You know, and say, I'm a watchman, and I don't want the blood of somebody on my hand. So I'm going to splatter spaghetti all over the wall, and everything that I hear, I'm just going to take it and send it out to all of my friends. And I'm going to have a, an email list with 5,000 people on it. And when I hear this, I'm going to send it out. When I hear that, I'm going to send it out. And when I hear, you know, if I had a watchman on the wall that just sat there and screamed all the time and said, look out, here comes another meteor. You know, I would be like, you're fired. <laughs> I don't need that. Okay, anybody who understands the concept of a, wa- a true watchman doesn't, you know, you don't want to be out there blowing the show so far constantly and, and, and keeping people up all night long with a bunch of baloney. But if you don't know your word, then you can't even, de- your baloney detector doesn't work. Okay, I used to say that you have bubblegum on your Jesus antenna or whatever the case was, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. But, you know, when you do understand the concept of, the old and the new and how it blends together and there's a spiritual connection between it. Chuck Misler used to have this, uh, he used to quote a saying, I forget how it goes, the Old Testament is the New Testament revealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament concealed or, or it's the other way around, I don't know. But but anyway, um, uh, but anyway, none of us have it 100% right. But when you do get to that place where, praise Jesus, when you finally are able to spiritually discern the scripture, then you start to see that harmony occur. Now you start to see, you know, like, like, for example, in the Abrahamic covenant, you go all the way back to the Abrahamic covenant and you have, um, you have it, it, it actually says in the Abrahamic covenant that God will bless through Abraham, all the peoples of the earth. Okay. And so right there, you have a prophecy that is essentially prophesying all the way back to Abraham. Uh, the, the, guess what? The actual ministry that was given to the apostle Paul. Imagine that. And you have people out there that are like disparaging and still to this day disparage Paul. So it's like it's like amazing that people just and and it's you hear me stuttering. Do you hear me stuttering? Because it really is that mind blowing and numbing to realize kids. I mean, come on, help me out here. Do you understand what I'm talking? Okay. Okay. So you totally get what I'm talking about. You're not messing with me, right? Okay. All right, I feel so much better because, man, if I if I wasn't getting through to the kids, I'd figure. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Did somebody give you guys ice cream or something? Did somebody give you ice cream? <laughs> I figured it out. Oh, the synergy is so amazing. So, so you know, so what we'll do is we'll pick certain parts of the Old Testament. We'll say, well, that you know, and it is true. If it is superseded by the love and the compassion and the grace that has been given to us by the blood of Jesus, and you do put the whole thing together, and you don't get caught up in, in you know, you can get past the context. See, that's where you're taught. That's when you when you go to get your theological degree. Okay, you you get taught that context is everything, which in reality that's a lie from the devil. Okay, it's not until you break past 
that's the context is when you start to see the spiritual synergy and the harmony that, that occurs across the scripture. And then you go back to Ezekiel 34 and you go, oh, my, this is talking about me. Son of man, prophesy against the sheriff. Son of man. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God to the shepherds. Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and you clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flocks. The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed the, those who are sick and bound up. And, he, and your father just goes through, he, he, and, he, and, and he's, he's rebuking them. Now, do you, you think for a second that now, see, now here's what would happen if you were if you had a theological degree, they would tell you, oh, this doesn't apply to you. This is just talking about the shepherds of Israel. And you've got to take this in context. No, that's a dirty lie. Here's your buzzer. Hear this sound, because this is a sound that should be hitting your head like a giant, you know, uh, Louisville baseball, baseball bat or whatever. Or, or if you prefer a, um, you know, a nice uh, cast iron frying pan like I get. <laughs> ow, ow. Step away from the frying you kids okay anyway so you know this is about the all shepherds this is about all pastors okay therefore you shepherds hear the word of the lord as i as as i live says the lord god surely because my flock became prey and my flock became food for every beast of the field because there was no shepherd nor did my shepherd search for my flock but the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock and then he goes on to explain, thus says the Lord, behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand. Well, you know, I wonder why so many people out there are grabbing microphones and podcasts and telling everybody they're Christians, and then they're just talking. They don't know the Bible. <laughs> they're saying horrible things. They're saying terribly, terribly horrible things. And, and I'm like, all I can do is just literally stutter. I, uh, I, I can't even speak. And uh, praise God, and we, we, we really, oh my, uh, I think we're in for a lot of surprises ahead. Um, one of the things that the Lord placed upon my heart on the Friday night prayer vigil, it was driven by a communication, which I'm going to share with you tonight, um, to help you understand the gravity. Um, American Christians, I don't like them. I'm just going to be perfectly honest with you. As a general rule, American Christians, I don't really much care for them. And the reason why is because they're very self-centered. They think that they're, you know, very special. Okay. You know, they hold up the Abrahamic covenant and say, look, we're friends of Israel. <laughs> but the two most judged countries in the entire world of 195 major countries, most judged, states of Babylon the Great and Israel. They are the two most judged they receive the worst beating of all the countries in the world nobody gets it worse and the united states so you're going to have we're going to there's going to be about 2 million people according to some of the prophecies and stuff that we followed over the years there's going to be approximately 2 million people that are killed during the Gog and Magog war in Israel but that is also inclusive of World War III. That is also inclusive of the city without any walls, which is the United States. I'm sorry for those of you who do not believe, but it is a fact. Ezekiel 38 and 39 are not just talking about Israel. It is talking about the United States as well. All right, And, and, and it also mentions a great earthquake right in the middle of it. I think it's Ezekiel 38. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
I wanted to remember it. It might be verse 14. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, there's a great earthquake in there, which aligns to the same great earthquake. Um, and I'll see if I can find it for you. For those of you who may be still interested in the Bible, um, I hope that you are. Uh, but if you go to Ezekiel 38, and I'm mistyping and typing uh, t- typos out the ying. Hold on just a second here. Therefore, son of man, prophesy. Okay, now wait a minute. Um, oh, yeah, wait a minute. The mountain shall be thrown down, steep places shall fall, uh, and it will come when Gog hits Israel, my fury and my face, and jealousy and fire and wrath. I have spoken surely. Ah, surely in that day. So the scripture is actually verse 19. Okay, so it's Ezekiel 38, verse 19. Surely in that day there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel, so that the fish of the sea, the birds of the heaven, the beast of the field, and all creeping things that creep on the earth, and all men who are on the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. Did you hear that? So right there, you already know that that particular earthquake, while it's talking about, you know, the judgment against Israel in this particular case, is is that earthquake is a global earthquake. And where, where does it come from? Well, you know, um, before the seducing spirits got, wow, I mean, uh, the seducing spirits, the the uh, the evil spirits, the the dominion of darkness, the hordes of hell that have been released upon the earth have hit Christianity on a level that I have never seen before in my entire life. But the Lord does keep me, no matter how much I try to disconnect, the Lord one way or the other is going to find a way to get the information to me. And, and he does. He does. I, I, you know, I might go a little, maybe I'll go three or four days and not know something. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, but then when God wants me to know it, Believe me, he'll throw it right in my face and um, uh, one way or the other. And I praise God that he does show that to me because like David Wilkerson, David Wilkerson would go on programs, you know, like the Jim Baker show or whatever. And he was, you know, during his time on the earth, you know, a lot of people called him names. People still to this day called call uh, him a false prophet. Uh, as a matter of fact, there was this one lady who was very Jesus-y and I love the Lord and, you know, and, oh, and she's an older lady and she was just so, and on YouTube, and all so believable and she's like I'm going to tell everybody who the worst false prophets are out there so why don't you listen up and then she mentions David Wilkerson and then she says Johnny Baptist (laughs) I was like I couldn't believe it what an honor praise Jesus to be disparaged in front of the entire world right alongside of David Wilkerson by somebody who thinks they're going to go to heaven like really, and we don't even know if this is this this little old lady who looks so godly and everything on this YouTube channel. We don't even know if she's human. That's the thing about it. That's one of the reasons why I love to do the shows with Zen and Joy and to help people become awake and aware about the fact that the the parable of the wheat and the tares is not talking about good good Christians and bad Christians or whatever the case is. We're talking about entities that look like humans, but they're not. They're not humans, or they're so corrupted with the demon seed that they're not salvageable. The tares, you, you, you could pray for a tear until your eyes pop out, and they're not going to heaven. Okay, period, end of story. That's just how it is. They look like us. They walk and talk like us, but they're not. And a lot of the, a lot of these um, shape-shifting reptilian entities are in the churches. Okay, they are standing behind the pulpits, and we cannot tell the difference. Just like the Bible says, you can't tell. You can't tell when you're standing in a, in a field of wheat. 
It is very, very difficult unless you are highly and well-trained, which, of course, would require an, the, the, uh, an exceedingly uh, – I mean, my goodness, uh, wow. Uh, I don't even know that, that there is a way unless you have an, a supernatural gift of discernment that to, unless, or you catch their eyes changing, like it talks about in the Testament of Reuben, the Testament of Amaron, and the, and the uh, Emerald Tablets of Thoth and, and things that Brother Zen is extremely astute and has many of those scripture, scriptures memorized, praise God, uh, which I love um, <clears throat> and have learned a lot over the years from, and I hope that you do too. But um, yeah, no, it, 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 look, it says right here, thus says the Lord God, this is talking about uh, Ezekiel 38, on that day it shall come to pass that thoughts will arise in your mind and you will make e- an evil plan. You will say, I will go up against a land of unwalled villages. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Unwalled villages? You know, it's really when you when you really tear it apart and when you deep dive into the scripture, you know, the only it's it's the United States. (laughs) We have more land that is on the oceans than any. I mean, we're as unwalled as unwalled could possibly be. Praise God, with the exception of, you know, very porous borders, both in the north and the south. All right, praise God. But anyway, it's, 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 it's a beautiful, beautiful thing when you finally get to a place in your walk. And I need to spend more time in the Bible. It's so much information out there right now. That book written by, uh, you know, the real, the real, uh, uh, um, Fauci, written by Kennedy. Wow, that's revealing. Now, I have a blessed saint. Her name is Carol, and she is putting together cliff notes for a group of her friends. She's going through the, through the book, and she's, um, she may not be writing down every single name of every single person because it's very, very well written, and it just totally rats them out. As a matter of fact, Dr. Dave, David uh, – I believe it's David – Dr. Malone, w, uh, David W. Malone, I believe it is. Uh, he, he was on Rogan's show. He's, on, he's everywhere. He's just going everywhere right now like crazy. He was one of the co-inventors of the M mRNA vaccine technique. Um, But now he's warning people like crazy. He's out there warning, 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 but he's doing it in a scientific manner, which of course troubles me because I really want him to come out and tell us what he really thinks. But I know why he's not doing that because if he did, if he really put it out on the line, what he really thinks, then he, his career would be utterly destroyed and and that kind of thing and it's already on the way to being utterly destroyed so anyway um uh and i'm trying to remember hallelujah thank you jesus let me go back over to the main website page thank you jesus yeah it is um let me look very closely um okay Yes, it's Dr. Robert W. Malone. Sorry about that. Praise Jesus. So anyway, um, uh, and like I said, I was listening to the Rogan episode. Uh, All of this stuff's getting censored. All of it's getting pulled down. And the reason it's getting pulled down is because this is all part of the master plan. They've had this in flight now for quite some time. And we're going to touch upon a couple of those things tonight as well. Praise God. And, if, and now um, Sister Joy is recovering from COVID. Uh, praise Jesus. So the keyword there is recovering. And she's she did say she's going to try to come on. Uh, Brother Zen did email us a confirmation. So uh, we're moving forward. Praise Jesus. Uh, and, and just out of faith and believing. Um, a lot of people are getting hammered by it. Um, uh, you know, we've lost, uh, we lost Brother and Pastor uh, Doug Riggs. Um, I, you know, I, I feel bad about having to say this, but folks, once the person and goes on a respirator, it's just time to praise Jesus that they're going to have. And I mean, that's really just how it is because they don't come off the respirator. 
They don't come off the respirator. So, um, you know, we have to pray fervently for those who are left behind and are grieving um, and all that. And it's just a ter- it's a big loss for us. It's a big loss for us, but it's a wonderful gain and glorious, glorious thing for them. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, again, we must not forget. You've got to put it all together. The righteous perishes, but no one takes it to heart that merciful men are taken away while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. Isaiah 57, 1. And Psalm 116, verse 15. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. God is thrilled that Doug Griggs went home. Okay? Um, Isaiah 26, 9. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn what? righteousness. The Lord placed it upon my heart. I was just overcome with the Holy Spirit on the last radio, on the last prayer video, and it it turned into more of a teaching thing, teaching, preaching thing. Uh, But it was amazing for me to actually experience it, and I pray that I thank God that he touched me and used me in such a manner, but we got a lot to go through, folks. I'm sorry to say that, and I'm bummed out to have to admit it. I want to go home worse than anybody. Believe me, I do. I really, 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 right, kids? I want to go home, don't you? We do. I'm having polar seltzer tonight instead of the bubblies. Black cherry polar seltzer. They're about the same price. Hold on a second. Hmm. Now, these are really bubbly. Hopefully that doesn't sneak one up on me if you know what I'm talking about, kids. You know what I'm talking about, aren't you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Kids, where do fish keep their money? Where do kids keep their money? In the river bank. <laughs> <laughs> you have to admit that was pretty good, huh, kids? Come on. All right. Okay, praise God. Okay, kids, what's a pony's favorite juice? What's a pony's favorite juice? She really likes lemonade. <laughs> you get it? Lemonade? <laughs> Come on, kids, give me a break here. Okay. All right, I snuck another one past you. Woohoo! Try one more. Uh, there are two robots sitting on a wall. They are named Pete and Repeat. Pete falls off. Who is left? Repeat. So you repeat the whole thing again and again. There are two robots sitting on a wall. One is named Pete. The other one is named Repeat. When Pete falls off, who is left? Repeat. Uh, there are two robots sitting on the wall. One is named Pete. Are you following along, kids? I mean, it, you know, I mean, come on. You know, I, you didn't like that one. No, oh, man. Okay, one more. We'll try one more. Kids, what did the big flower say to the little flower? Hi, bud. Hi, bud, you know? Come on. Oh, you like that one, huh? All right. We have so much to uh, cover tonight. Um, Sister Joy, um, Lord willing. Uh, Brother Zen, Lord willing. Um, The way things are going nowadays, we pretty much have to say Lord willing after just about anything we do say uh, because things are are just not going quite the way people thought they were going to go in many cases. All right. So I'm going to read this to you. Um, David Wilkerson would go on to radio shows and such and TV shows, and he would share with folks what he was shown in his visions and dreams and things like that. And he was greatly disparaged for it. But one of the things that what the Lord showed me through David Wilkerson's ministry was that David Wilkerson would 
like openly rebuke behaviors, but he would never mention the people's names that um, were doing the behaviors. Okay, so he would say, we must not ever do blankety, blankety, blank, or we must not ever say this, that, or the other thing. But he wouldn't say ever, he would never disparage another Christian publicly, ever. And I am trying as hard as I can, as much as possible, to, n- to never let that happen. Um, now, once in a blue moon, a word slips out, or I go on a rant, and then I have to repent, or whatever. But I try as hard as I can. As a matter of fact, if I even put something in the show notes, I try to redact it, because I just, you know, I'm looking for keywords that might, you know, because, oh, man, I did miss something in, oh, Jiminy Crickets. Okay, I missed something, so I'm going to have to fix that. Hold on just a second. Let me jump over here, go over to the show notes. Show notes can be risky business because if I miss redacting something, um, it can be a real – it can be uh, a uh, – nowadays, it can it can be a not-such-a-good-thing kind of thing. So anyway, um, and I see in the show notes I did fail to redact. Oh, my goodness. Am I hitting the wrong buttons or what? Okay. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So, um, all right, man, I'm just making a mess of things. Okay, there we go. Hopefully the link still works. I'll have to put the show notes up a little bit later. All right, praise God. And hopefully that updates quick enough. But I just realized that I dorked up when I tried to redact this one particular email. But I want to share this with you. Right, kids, you want to hear this, don't you? All right, hallelujah. All right, and this is important. This is real important. This is sad. This is how sad. Folks, if this doesn't help you grasp, remember what Ezekiel 34 said, okay, about feeding your sheep and feeding God's sheep. And first off, do you even know who their God's sheep are? Or are you wrapped up into thinking that your church is God's sheep or that you are special somehow? See, God has taught me the opposite. He had to, because I was starting to become full of presumptuous sin, which is very, very bad. God has been incredibly merciful for me, because let me tell you something. No, I didn't run around through the streets killing Christians like the Apostle Paul did, but let me tell you, I, I, I'm, I, you know, believe you me, um, I am the least qualified of all of us. Now, that being said, I'm going to read this to you. This came in from a lady by the name of Paula. Um, I just uh, killed the show notes uh, that I put up because I accidentally missed redacting uh, something very important here. So I'll just have to put up the show notes later. Uh, Praise God. Uh, But anyway, um, and hold on, let me go ahead and flush the cache on the website. All right. I'm going to read this to you because I I think it will – maybe this will help you understand why I pray so much for other people in the body of Jesus Christ. Because I'm been do I've been doing this for 11 years. We've had uh, over 4,000 radio shows is my estimate at this point, although we took some down due to copyright incorrect copyright stuff that I didn't know about. <clears throat> but anyway, um and, uh, and those are great best of shows. So I go in and I clean them up and I take out the copyrighted material and then I put the shows back up later and they've got some really great stuff in it. And then, of course, people write me and they're, they're like thinking the shows were current. And they're like, can you send me the business cards? I'd really love a stack of those business cards. And I'm like, I haven't been doing the business cards for like, I don't even know how long. 
Um, it's just it, for it's, that that would be a 15 minute testimony. So I'm not going to go there. But anyway, I'm going to read this to you. This is one of our sisters in Jesus Christ. Praise God, and it's a, it's a t- kind of a testimony as well as a little bit more than a testimony. And I'm going to share this with you. And I get a lot of these, and a lot of them make me just cry. And I mean really cry. And um, anyway, so I'm going to just read it. Just read it. I hope this – I've never heard from this person before, and I'm especially attracted in my emails to those emails because I'm like, oh, is this the Lord bringing me somebody? Because that's when you're standing on truly holy ground. I have been your follower since 2021. Wow, folks. Talk about since February of 2021. That would be approximately 10 years, give or take a couple of months, from the point that the radio show started in 2011. When, by the Holy Spirit, I was directed to one of your radio shows where you interviewed Dr. Bill Deagle and you asked him about cataclysm and other entities. I am born-again believer in France. As you probably know, most people are agnostic, Muslims, Freemasons, Catholics, in a few words, followers essentially of Satan in France. She says, um, I believe in the word of God, but at the same time, I like to research other topics such as why we are here, the Nephilim, UFOs, and things like that, which is normal. A lot of us that are pretty advanced in our understandings of the Bible and stuff want to know about those things, too. All right, amen. So I, I was like, you know, thumbs up all the way. She said, in the past, I used to be a new age, <clears throat> excuse me, a new age follower, and I did have an encounter with a UFO, and I also did practice black magic at one point as my dad was a warlock. And his father was too. Thanks to the grace of God through our Lord Jesus, our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I was saved and I repented of all of my wicked life. I believe I have a gift of prophecy given by God, but I do not say sometimes for fear of being laughed at. Since you explained the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I would like to be baptized in Him. And I have uh, read one of your blogs on how to do it. I listen to all of your shows, and you have taught me so much uh, that no other pastors, which I'm not really a pastor, I don't don't even want to be associated with that term nowadays, but anyway, I understand what she's actually trying to say. And uh, you've taught me so much that no other pastors have done in the last 10 years of my conversion. I know now how to pray and the power of it and how to do deliverance to people since I started listening and reading uh, the Tribulation Now website. I thank God for putting you in my life, and you are always in my prayers. For me, you are my pastor. Okay, and I've had people tell me that before, and then I'm like, oh, well. But anyway, praise God. But it's okay. I understand that, and 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 I'm very, very, very deeply humbled by that, and I am utterly unworthy. Now, that being said, um, as as we know now, every country is pushing on vaccination, and France is not an exception. In fact, Emmanuel Macron has declared war on the unvaccinated, and I am one of them. However, you have told us that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we can declare that no weapon will hurt us, and if we have uh, to have the vaccine, it will not harm us. However, I am now very confused and worried as one of your prophecy guests— In your shows, Brother Blank, on one of his shows, said he had a vision where vaccinated people were in hell. Now, I'm going to stop. This 
is so anti-Jesus that words cannot describe. And now I question everything that this individual has ever said. And I'm not even certain that person has even been taken to heaven. He may have been taken to, or this person may have been taken to a fake heaven. This person may have been taken to a fake hell. Because I know as a fact from having a four-hour-long conversation with um, Odin Hetrick's daughter, I think it was Joy, but I'm not sure. Uh, But anyway, um, she explained to me that Satan has created a mock-up of hell and a mock-up of heaven, and he uses it to deceive the believers, Um, which explains a lot, by the way. But anyway, I I, I said – I went on and I said – I responded to her and I said, since this concerns someone that you've had as a guest on the show, is there any way that I could convince you to install Google Hangouts? to text me directly because I'd rather not put this, or you could use sig- the signal messenger on your mobile device and uh, type in Johnny B, you know, because I wanted to help her. I, 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 just, I wanted to help her. I said, I am very, very sad to hear, but I am not surprised. Thank you for the warning. That information is absolutely wrong and should be cast into the pit of hell. Father, forgive blank. For he, I for because I believe, Father, that he means well. Now that being said, that's a lie from the pits of hell. We know it because it is devoid of the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ entirely. It completely. You have to take a black magic marker and wipe out Luke ten verse nineteen. You have to wipe out Mark sixteen sixteen seventeen and eighteen. You've got to wipe out the story of Paul on the island of Malta shaking the deadly viper off of his hands. You've got to wipe them all out. You got to get rid of. Um, uh, it's not Philippians three twenty. It's, it's Ephesians three twenty. Is it Philippians three twenty? I forget which one. Um, uh, and I'm, I, hold on a second. I, I have. Let me see if uh, I think it's Philippians. Is it Philippians three? No, the Philippians three twenty is citizenship is in heaven. Maybe Ephesians three twenty. Let me see. Let me see. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's 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 Ephesians three twenty. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. So it's so basically this is a I love you Jesus statement. Now to him, our Lord Jesus, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. In other words, there is nothing because he is part of the Godhead. But wait a minute. According to the power that works in us, the problem with the church and churchianity on a global level is that very, 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 very few people understand the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't understand the power in the name of Jesus, that you can cause miracles to happen, that you can raise people from the dead, if you don't get that, then you don't understand Jesus. Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, did I get a little bit worked up? Let me see. Let me check my blood pressure here. Well, I mean, oh, Here, I'll use my Fitbit. My Fitbit has my heart rate currently at – here, come on. Yeah, my heart rate is at 115, and I am officially in the fat burn zone. Yay, I'm losing weight. <laughs> I need to lose weight, so hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Folks, nobody gets it. I have honestly come to the place in my walk where I am beginning to believe when Jesus said, will I even find any faith out there at all when I come? You know what? Smith Wigglesworth prophesied that uh, in the end times, the times that we're in right now, that no one would be receiving um, uh, uh, divine healing or anything because of the lack of faith. He actually prophesied that. 
I can't believe my eyes. I mean, when I think to myself that I am going to be 60 years old on March 15th, so that's just like a month and a half away, roughly, um, give or take. And, um, uh, you know, not that I'm advertising or anything, because I really don't like my birthday. I don't even like to acknowledge it. It just makes me depressed and sad. But anyway, um, but when I think about it, I'm like, wow. And I listen to all these people that are like, 10, 20 years younger than me, telling me that they've been taken to heaven and taken to hell and seen this and given a vision of that and this and that. And I'm like, wait a minute, that, that, that is totally contradictory to the Holy Bible. And that's one of the reasons why I did, not once, but twice in a repeat, how Satan stops our prayers in the prayer vigil. Most people don't understand that. And if you don't understand that and you don't have the gift of speaking in tongues, wow, oh my, oh my, oh my. Because what happens is when you pray, when you are not, when you are not totally praying through, when you are not praying through to the point in passion, in earnest, on your knees, really praying through. Now the only thing that pierces past this and prevents this, the demons from being able to hinder your prayers, is speaking in tongues. That will actually bypass, directly pass the, the demonic realm, and they cannot attack your ability to communicate directly into the throne room of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I know that is a fact. It happened to me. Proof positive, absolutely beyond any shadow of a doubt. And I have that testimony in that prayer vigil teaching. Really important stuff, because here's what happens. When you pray, but your prayers don't break all the way through, when you are not Putting on the armor of God, which basically means spending time in the Word of God, holding up Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It doesn't. You don't say, "I declare that I'm putting on the armor of God." That's not how it works. These are the in in the case of the the scriptures in Ephesians chapter six about the armor of God. What it's really talking about is how we live our lives. And and you know, so when it says you know put up, put on the breastplate of salvation, whatever the case is, it's these are metaphors to help us understand that by embracing and making those behaviors a part of our walk, that is how we end up having the armor of God okay, around us, and that same armor is given to our angels when our angels are bringing the answers of our prayers to us, just like what happened with Daniel. Okay, so the way we're living right now is no different than the way that, 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 that Daniel, why would we think that we were better than Daniel? Is it because Jesus came? See, it, that's the problem. We make those kinds of mistakes because churchianity helps us to make those kinds of mistakes. Those are mistakes. Okay, so the same dynamics occur even today. So what happens is now, – now, Daniel wasn't speaking in tongues because that was pre-Pentecost, okay? So he didn't have that. So, um, But he certainly, through his um, fasting and such, um, uh, because of the power of the fasting and everything that he did for the 21 days, um, it, you know, an archangel was sent down to help you know, defeat the prince of persia which was a you know principality and um uh and um uh and essentially allow his answer to be given to him regarding the the babylonian babylonian captivity okay praise god and thank you jesus all right but those that still happens today but how many of us fast how many of us you know and i i admit medically for medical reasons i have some but you know when i kind of fast a lot anyway because i'm always doing keto and let me tell you i do like really low calorie keto so so from a daniel fasting i ate no good meat or you know that kind of thing um i'm probably fasting a lot more than i even give myself credit for now maybe not a pure water fast um but uh but anyway i'm not good you know but here's the thing 
when that when when you if your prayer does get through, if you push through on your prayer, if you use tears, I have seen your tears, and I will answer you in Second Kings twenty, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, King Hezekiah. And I got to make myself a little note because sometimes I have these brain damage moments, probably taken on by an overdose of Nyquil lately. Um, uh, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, make a little note on my notepad here. But anyway. Um, <clears throat> So when your angel is sent down with your answer, you've got to think of the angel coming down like it has a gift in its hand, like a little tiny pretty Christmas present, because that's kind of like what it is. And the angel is coming down from heaven, dispatched from the Lord, to give you the answer to your prayer. It might be a healing. It might be any one of many different things. Maybe you're praying for the salvation of your daughter or whatever the case is. Okay, but if you're not if you don't have the armor of God on and you don't pray through and your prayers, you know, again, you got to go back and read the, read the white paper, how Satan stops our prayers. I'm sorry. I'm getting to burps because of, I apologize because of the polar, polar cells are here. But anyway, um, imagine the angel is coming down to give you your present. Okay. Imagine it like a present and the angels holding it. Maybe it's like a light present, like a, it's a bright light, beautiful, shining glory, just glory around it and stuff. And the angel has to deliver it. Whenever angels, have to come down to the earth. Unfortunately, the bad part is that they have to go through the demonic realm in order to get down here to give you the answer to your prayer. And then that gives the opportunity of the demons of darkness and stuff to attack your angel when your angel is bringing the answer to your prayer to you. All right. Now, if you don't live Ephesians 6, you know, 10, 11, 12, you know, and put on a whole armor of God, et cetera, et cetera. If that is not who you are in your walk, whatever it is that you're not doing, you know, whether it is, you know, uh, uh, you're not using the sword of the spirit. If you're not using the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and you're not immersed in the word of God, then you don't, your angel doesn't have a sword. See, this is testimony from somebody who was astral projecting and serving Satan and actually saw these battles taking place in the spiritual realm. And what would happen would be your angel could be detained, just like the angel in Daniel. Um, Daniel, is it ten? I think it's ten. All right, uh, you know the twenty-one day fast. Uh, I, you know, I can't. It's hard to remember thirty-one thousand one hundred two verses, and you know, right off the top of my head. But anyway, think about that. So what happens is this saintness, ex-saintness, he gave his life to Jesus, and he was warning jo- Brother John Melindy, and that's why Brother John Melindy wrote it, wrote this all down in the white paper because we all need to know about it. But nobody knows. So they sit there and they have their little mini prayers in the morning, but they don't realize they're just going up in a little wisp. And then they wonder why they never get an answer. But the worst part of it all is when your angel gets detained, those demons are going to fight to take away your gift, your present, that little gift, the answer to your prayer that was bringing that angel, your angel, your angel doesn't have the sword. Your angel might not have feet shot. Your angel, whatever it is that you're not practicing by putting on the whole armor of God, which again, our metaphors, just read about it. I, I could do a whole teaching on it, but I'm just saying that angel, they're going to take away that gift. The demons are. And the, the, and the uh, live human spirits that are astral projecting and working on behalf of Satan, they work together in concert. Okay, and when they can wrestle away, when they can detain your angel and take away the answer to your prayer, it comes power to them. Okay, and then they can convert that power and come down as false 
in false prophets, false angelic beings. Uh, you know, Paul said even, even Satan himself can transform himself into a, an angel of light. Okay, so and remember when Paul said that, he said, even Satan himself. So he, he was basically saying, watch out, folks, because even Satan himself. So his really what he was trying to impart was, look out, because there's a lot of this creepy weirdness going on out there. He was just holding up Satan as an example. So what happens is they take your answer, the answer to your prayer, because you're not living as you ought to be living. First Peter 3, 7 warns that when a, when, a wife, when a husband and wife are bickering amongst one another and not getting along, along together, their prayers will be hindered. First Peter 3, 7, read it. First Peter 3, 7. Well, when, well, well, do you think that's the only time your prayers are hindered? No, that's just one example of probably thousands of them. So, <clears throat> so that's why Jesus said, "He, Satan, has nothing in me." Okay, so you know, Satan couldn't accuse him of anything. But anyway, the point is this: they take your answer to your prayer, which you will not receive, and they take it away, and then they go down and they change into an angel-looking appearance, and then they come upon. Christians, okay, that have YouTube channels, and they give them false visions, false prophecies, false trips to hell, and false this and false that, and the person who doesn't understand these things is a sitting duck. And so then they go on their YouTube channel or they go on their blog talk show or whatever, and they speak out evil, mistruths, because they don't understand their own Bible. They don't understand that we're all part of the body. They don't understand there's 195 countries, and most of them couldn't point France out on a map if their life depended on it. It's a scary, scary, scary situation, folks. It's absolutely horrific. So anyway... And it isn't getting any better. It isn't getting any better. And the situation is such that Sister Nancy and I are having a very difficult time. Um, I love, I, 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 I want to bring so many people on the program, but there's so much mistruth being released. It's unbelievable. The amount of time that Sister Nancy has to spend vetting an individual before we can bring them on the program is astonishing. And she has to do that, take care of her husband, take, you know, and he has sicknesses and things. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, Sister Joy got COVID. You know, she's still trying, going to try to come on the show tonight. I mean, praise Jesus for that. I mean, what a blessing. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, doing the program anymore is very, very difficult because the Lord is showing me. He shows me. What, what do you think prompted this lady Paula to write me? Why do you think? What, what, out of the clear blue sky, what do you think? Huh? You think this was a coincidence? You know, even Albert Einstein said that a coincidence is simply God's way of staying anonymous. You know what? He was right about that. He's right about a lot of things. He also said that life is a, we are actually living in a large hologram, albeit a very convincing one. Bingo! Ding, 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 ding. Absolutely correct. Oh, hallelujah. Anyway, she she ends it. You know, thank you for being a genuine Christian and helping me to expand my understanding of the power that we have in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you for taking the time to read the email, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I you know, again, I repeated back to her. I told her, you know, that this, this is wrongful information. And then I said, just remember that you must command 
The power in the name of Jesus. We do not ask. See, I would submit that probably about, this is my best guess. This is based on, so statistically speaking, people, there's supposedly approximately 2 billion people out of the 8 billion on earth that claim Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Now, are all of them going to heaven? Okay, you figure it out. All right, now, all that being said, now, how many of them understand miracles? How many of them know that we have the power to raise the dead? How many of them have listened to David Hogan's testimony, faith to raise the dead? How many of them know that we have the power of Jesus Christ himself, who is part of the Godhead, and we are Jesus on the earth? Any thought, any behavior, anything that we have in our life, our walk, our behaviors, how we think, anything. You know, we people will wear bands. What would Jesus do? You know, unbelievers make fun of us. They put horrible cartoons of Jesus doing terrible things. You know why? Because Christians actually believe it's okay to do that stuff. Oh, it's just unbelievable. It's just so, it's just so, un- but anyway, praise God. But I'll just go on. So I, so I, I'm, this is what I wrote back to Paula because I wanted to make sure, you know, because there are people, I'm telling you folks, they're coming for everybody. They're coming for you. You. And some of these people saying horrible things that they shouldn't be saying because they do not understand the power in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking sometimes. Father, forgive me. For they definitely know not what they do. Anyway, I said, just remember that you must command the power in the name of Jesus. We do not ask. So you do not say, dear Heavenly Father, please, in the name of Jesus, please don't let anything bad happen to me uh, when they give me this chap. No. Wrongful prayer. Wrongful prayer. That is anti-biblical. It's not how you do it. And you can't expect a result from that. All right, now, let's, I went on to explain a little bit more. I said, here is an example of the right way to pray. And remember to lay hands on the other person's hands. If possible, ask them if you can pray, because it could make them uncomfortable otherwise. Laying on of hands strengthens the direct transfer of the power. Why we're commanded to lay hands. And these signs will follow those who believe. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. And they will ingest anything deadly. It will by no means hurt them. Yes, the word means to ingest. And it won't hurt them. But who does it? No, we run. No, we're scared and afraid, and it's gonna. And we're gonna end up in hell because somebody on YouTube or Blog Talk said so. <laughs> really? Nobody believes the Bible. Oh, Jesus is your Lord, but you don't believe a word He said. <laughs> what, what, what is going on here? The, the, the world is completely dorked up. I mean, folks, we're in trouble. If you, we don't know our new, at least our New Testament, we, we are so in trouble. And I see people that are Christians that have very popular shows out there, and they are making terrible, horrible mistakes. It is unbelievable. And I don't even want to look at them anymore because, you know what, I just don't want to have to put them on my prayer list. I have a big, big prayer list, and that includes every single listener to this radio show. I promise you that. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I said, here is an example of the right way to pray. And remember to lay hands on the other person's hand. If possible, ask them if you can pray because it could make them uncomfortable otherwise, especially in a country like France. Okay. And I said, laying on of hands strengthens the direct transfer of the power of Jesus Christ. Who is what? God, come in the flesh, seen by the angels, preached amongst the Gentiles, and believed upon in the world, and taken up into heaven. 1 Timothy 3.16. John 10.3, I and the Father are one. 10.30. All right, praise God. Here is, and, and then I went on, I said, and I gave her an example. I put it in quotes. I said, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command this vaccine to have no negative effect and to be purified by the blood of Jesus. I render it saline in Jesus' name. Speak it forth. The power of, I told her, I said, the power of Christ is in you. Command the power through your hands into the vaccine. Think of it like electricity. I said, that's ideal. And if they won't let you touch them, say the prayer exactly the same way anyway. You can even lay hands on the injection site, but it's far better to make a show of it, uh, to make a show of it. And I put that in big old brackets. Make a show of it. Our Father wants us to make an overt show of faith when we pray for other people or against demonic presences. The power is amplified when we are overt, out loud, loud, preach it. Speak it out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The power is amplified when we are overt and authoritative in our commands. And then I give her a scripture to prove it. See here, Mark 9, 25. When Jesus saw the people come running together, he rebuked the unclean, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Now listen, what? Most people would say, wow, Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and said, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you to come out of him and enter him no more. What I focused on was the first part of the verse. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he waited for them. Why? Because so the Father would be glorified in the Son, John fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Get it? That the Father would be glorified. We want to glorify the Father. When we glorify our Father and we speak forth the power in the name of Jesus, and we speak it forth with authority, and we command it in front of other people and they hear it. You don't think that's going to – let me tell you something, folks. And there's nothing that's going to hinder the power of, the, of Jesus Christ from flowing through your hands. Nothing. I said, notice that Jesus waited until the people come running together to watch him. He wanted them to see him rebuke and cast out the demons. The Lord loves that. It amplifies our faith, and it increases the power. Also notice how he said, I command you. He was speaking directly to the demon. You must speak directly to the vaccine. You are commanding the liquid to purify by the blood of the name of Jesus. Here is another example. Mark eleven twenty three. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be ye removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt it in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, will have whatever he says. Praise his name. God bless you. And Paula wrote me back and she said, thank you so much. I am crying right now. Because you have the time 
you took the time of answering me and give me hope and showed me with the scripture the power we have in Jesus Christ. And why isn't anybody else doing that? Why isn't anyone else doing that? Am I the only person in 8 billion people that get it? Am I the last living Pentecostal? (laughs) And I wasn't even raised Pentecostal. I was non-denominational. It's just unbelievable how people are acting. Anyway, praise Jesus, hallelujah, we are definitely in the end times. Anybody who has any question in their mind, whether or not we are in the end of the end of the end of times and could, you know, and civil war could break out at any moment the prophecies could get fulfilled world war three could kick off the global financial collapse could kick off i already we already have evidence that i was right and it wasn't me being right i i believe that it was the holy spirit that spoke through me when i said that jesus can break the seals he can break all seven seals in the scrolls and the scrolls can roll out all together at the same time because we're we have evidence that all the things are happening at the same time right now news reports Undeniable news reports. At the very end of the fourth seal, which is World War III, it says, and the beasts of the earth. Right? Well, the beasts of the earth are acting freaky deaky. Let me tell you something, folks. And we got headlines to to confirm this. So we have evidence. It's what I call empirical evidence. When you, it's like the Bible reading like a newspaper. But the vast majority of churchianity, man, it's just blowing over their head, blowing over their head. And and it's like I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, Jesus Jesus said it would be at everybody's like, you know, I, I'm not going to mention names, but they're they're like the people that are so deadlocked on the whole giants thing that they're like, well, before Jesus comes back, we got to see the giants, and I'm like, no, we don't. For crying out loud, I, I mean, ugh. oh man. You know what I take away from Amazon today is Noah. Look, I get it. I get there's aliens, demons, weirdness, Nephilim, you know, alien abductions, alien-human hybrids, you know, shape-shifting reptilians. I get it. We're surrounded by these entities. I totally, totally get it. I got scriptures from the Apocrypha. That, I mean, I published many articles on this subject. I know what I'm talking – you know, not like Zen does, but, you know, I know pretty good. And uh, it's just – the most important thing is the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the most important thing. We should all be seeking, like Paula, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that something? She wants it. God's going to give it to her. You mark my words. Hallelujah. And I'm going to be praying for her. Yep, she's going to receive it. I already know she is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When somebody wants it because they really want it, because their heart is in the right place, because they're hungry for God, oh, yeah. Some of the best Christians in the world, folks, are the converted New Agers. There ain't no stopping them. They get it. Hallelujah. I love them. And I want to bring as many of them with me as I can. I want them standing beside me in the streets when we're raising people from the dead. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, and on that note, let's go ahead and head into the news, and then we'll bring in bring on uh, uh, Sister Joy and Brother Zen. Hallelujah. They'll be coming on in about mm, roughly 40 minutes, give or take. So let's go ahead and do the news. Glory be to God. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, it's not normal. <laughs> Game over. 
sorry, I was um, <laughs> I was sneaking in another one of these polar seltzers. I bought I bought the reason why I got they had 24 packs that were on sale I guess Walmart or something. And I was like, wow, I can save a little bit of money over over the bubblies because the 18 packs for some reason the 18 packs of the bubblies at Walmart are going getting sparse. I mean, they have like mango and black cherry, and that's the only flavors. And then if you get any of the other flavors, you have to play like three times more. And I'm like, forget that noise. Anyway, um, <clears throat> praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's move in through this news. Here we go. People in Beirut are rallying against the mandatory COVID vaccine. By the way, Marcon in France, he is first-generation Illuminati. He ain't stopping for nobody's business. And, we, and you know, I was listening to Robert Malone's testimony on uh, Rogan's show, and, you know, I really appreciate and I think he's doing a wonderful job and all that, but his desire to stay within the realm of science, it, it's just I, I can't. I can't slow my brain down that much. I'm sorry. He says a lot of amazing, horrific things when you put two and two together and everything. But, you know, he won't deviate from the realm of science. He just wants to. And I'm like, I don't have time for that because I already know. I, you know, if you want to have at least a tiny little bitty, itty bitty, teeny weeny weeny bit of an idea of what's going on with this bioweapon that's being launched, it's Fauci. It is eugenics. It is the um, Georgia Guidestones. It is the beginning of Psalm 91, and we have barely entered in. God's going to have to break down the church. God's going to have to destroy the buildings. He's going to have to because it's the only way the unity in the body of Christ will occur. All this division, which God absolutely hates, which is covered in Proverbs 6, verse 16, 17, whatever. I think it's 16, 17, maybe 18, too. I'm not sure. But anyway, start at verse 16, 6, 16. These six things, yea, seven, the God hates. And the last one, uh, God hates. And, and the last one, it says, is creating division amongst the brethren. What do we got? 33,000 plus different denominations. Is there a division out there? You think? Anyway, so anyway, uh, listen to this. People in Beirut are rallying against mandatory COVID vaccinations. They're getting ready to do mandatory COVID vaccinations in France. They're getting ready to do mandatory COVID vaccinations in Germany. They're getting ready to institute a European Union, whatever you want to call it, proclamation, which will require all members of the European Union to ultimately become vaccinated. They are going to take away the people's ability to buy food. They are going to take away their health care. They are going to take everything away. And when they do that, people are going to be absolutely dark. And if they do not know the name of the power of the name of Jesus Christ, if they do not know who they are in Jesus, they are going to die in the street or they are going to be put into a FEMA camp. All right, them and their children, simply because they're ignorant of the Holy Bible which is a sad thing. Okay, so I looked up, I thought to myself, well, looky here, here's a headline. It's overtly saying that they're going to make it mandatory in Beirut, okay, in, in Beirut, Lebanon, right? Well, guess what? So I looked it up on the Internet. You know how many Christians are in Beirut? 40,000. 40,000 Christians are in Beirut. But if you listen to this person out there saying these things that they should not be saying, every single one of them's going to be in hell. That's a bunch of boulder dash. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Oh, my goodness gracious, the world is just turning upside down. Oh, my goodness. Okay, next one up. Hallelujah. Here we go. 
protests in Europe, in, I'm sorry, protests erupt in South Korea over massive vaccination deaths. Okay, now remember, in Psalm 91, for those of us who are dwelling in a secret place of the Most High, we're reading our Bible, we have the armor of God on because we are doing all the things that the armor of God scriptures in Ephesians 6 talk about, and, that, and you know, that's who we are. We really take it seriously, and, and we're constantly evaluating ourselves and judging ourselves, like it says in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28, 31, and 32. And, and we take it very seriously, and we love our Father, and, and, and we have godly sorrow and all that kind of stuff. When, when that's who we are, then we get the benefits of Psalm 91. Uh, so anyway, but it goes on. Into, so a lot of the countries are catching on is what I'm trying to say. Okay, they're, they're catching on to some of the, the – they're watching the statistics in their own countries with their own systems, with their own databases, and they're listening to the people protest, and they're saying, wait a minute, something stinks. And they're absolutely right. It does. Okay, but you know what? We have a principality. We have an entity, a shape-shifting reptilian entity inside the walking, pooping corpse of, of a so-called human with dementia running. The, the, he's not even running the country. He's not even running the country. They have to inject the man with Ritalin, which is essentially um, uh, 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 um, uh, cocaine, to just get him to be able to read a teleprompter. The, the, the situation in this country is so unbelievably horrible, people just don't even begin to understand how bad it is. And, uh, and, and anyway, that's why you got to unplug sometimes and just spend some time in praise and prayer. And, you know, I don't know, watch, watch, I don't, like, like watch um, Lost in Space or something on Netflix. It's clean. <laughs> you know, whatever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, next, next one up. Here we go. Hallelujah. Cyprus. This was sent to me by my ex, ex, uh, my ex-wife, who is a nurse. Cyprus reportedly discovers a COVID variant that combines combines Omicron and Delta. Okay, I'm going to read, read read that again. CNBC reports that Cyprus reportedly discovers a COVID variant that combines Omicron with the Delta one. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Kaboom. Judge Ledge inspection of 2020 Dominion voting machines take place. You think that's going to matter? You think that's going to matter? Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a damn thing anymore. Thank you, Mr. Mr. Beck. (laughs) You are absolutely correct. Right, kids? Hallelujah. Oh, and also a special shout out and uh, grace of the Lord Jesus Christ upon uh, the brother that sent that to me uh, and took the time to actually edit it out and put it in MP3. That did save me a lot of time, and I, yeah, I am body slammed at work. It's, un, it's unbelievable. All right, and thank you for your prayers, everybody, every one of you that even so much as even mentions my name in a prayer. Thank you, Jesus. And I do. I say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, please, Father God, I pray for a tenfold blessing for everybody, anybody, anybody that ever lifts me up in prayer. Because, folks, let me tell you something. If it wasn't for your prayers, mm, mm, I, I do not know. But I can tell you, I, re- I know what I believe. I know what I believe. Next one up. Praise God. In 2022, the Israeli Defense Forces are to focus on curbing Tehran in Syria, prepping strike on Iranian nuclear sites. Okay, so basically, again, we're seeing 
really an endless barrage of headlines coming from many different sources uh, that are making it, it, it they're not they're not bashful about it they are very overt this is super duper duper overt Israel is coming out from it, 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 it's like weekly. I mean, it really, really, truly is about weekly now that they are overtly, I mean, in front of the entire world coming out and saying we are preparing to strike the Iran nuclear sites. Okay, so, folks, that will be the fulfillment of a major prophecy before before the seducing spirits got released, which I truly believe from the bottom of my heart was back right around the time that Obama and Fauci were given the $3.7 million of gain-of-function money to the Wuhan bioweapons lab from the stuff that they took from Fort Detrick. Listen to the documentary called Plandemic. Listen to it because that is as factual as you are ever going to get. All right. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Here we go. Next up. NASA hires British priests to help prepare to meet extraterrestrials. <laughs> Anybody surprised about this one? <laughs> Let's say, Reverend Dr. Davidson sounds like a priest whose homilies would keep those interested in space travel and city wake wide awake. He has a BA in chemistry and biochemistry and biophysics and blah, 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 and on and on and on. And oh, also a bachelor's of the arts in theology and religious studies from Cambridge. Well, that, I'm sure that's very meaningful. Uh, oh, well. You know, it's funny. The Bible says that Jesus ordains us in John 15, 16. But that's not what the church believes. Do you know who the biggest givers, who the biggest contributors are to the uh, Bible colleges? The Rockefeller Foundation and the John Birch Society. Yeah? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you know that 50%, roughly, this is the last time I read the statistic, approximately, somewhere around 50% of the people that go into a Bible college drop out as atheists because they're required to take world religions, and they get confused, and they're like, okay, this isn't for me, and I'm out of here. Hmm? Think about that. Yep. Next one up. Whistleblower warns, and i got to watch my time here. Thank you, Jesus. Whistleblower warns of baffling illness affecting a growing number of young adults in a Canadian province. And I, I read that on the last show, so that was a little bit of a release. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Biden tells Ukrainian president what, uh, what the United States will do if Russia invades. And you know what he said? He, he said, we will, take, we will take decisive action. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give us an example of what your decisive action is? We're going to give you a, um, let me think here, uh, another sanction. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the ticket. It, we'll sanction you again. Everybody's out there. Oh, it's the beginning of World War III. They're going to go across, you know, Donetsk, and, and, and it's going to, and they're going to blast into, you know, Kazakhstan, and, and it's going to start World War III and NATO and all this stuff, and blah blah blah. And then here it comes, and oh no, what do we ever do? Nothing. Okay. We're just provoking them to attack. That's the keys. They, they're, they're pushing. The entities of the darkness are pushing the Bible prophecies forward as fast as they can. And you know what? I'm all for it. Praise Jesus. Because it's just going to speed up. The sooner we're going to get to stand before our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Next one up. 
China builds bridge across Pangong uh, uh, Lake to speed up troop movement near India's military post. Now, this is very interesting because there are a lot of people that interpret the uh, interpret you know this concept of a six million man army, uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff moving to the west. Um, there's the prophecy of the Vilna Gaon, who you know was a mystical Jew, so you got to hold you know at arm's length. But um, supposedly, you know, um, he was shown in a vision um, that uh, you know Russia will eventually enter into what he referred to as Istanbul, which is essentially the capital of Turkey now. So again, um, th- those will be signs, you know, that you know that Jesus is coming. But of course, keep in mind that as a mystical Jew the concept of the Messiah coming really is likely much more likely to be as opposed to Jesus, the rising of the antichrist. Now I'm talking about the overt rising of the antichrist where the whole world is kind of like, whoa, you know, hopefully they have a whoa moment. Otherwise they're going to have a, Oh no moment. All right. Next up. The Jerusalem Post reports fateful Mossad. Uh, oh, it, again, it's another one about Iran warning or, or uh, the Israeli Defense Force warning about a imminent attack on uh, Iran's nuclear facilities. All right, now listen to this. Headlines about. Kazakhstan. Protesters storm government building in Kazakhstan's largest city. And that situation's been getting worse and getting worse and getting worse. And it's all over the news and getting worse and it's getting worse. Well, guess what? Now there's a whole lot of information that indicate that non-government NGOs, NGOs, non-governmental organizations, which, by the way, were very much behind the fraud that took place during the last election, and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say anything I want to say on this program because I don't. We took our stuff down off of YouTube. We don't need. I'm, I don't need that. I want to hear about it. They can. YouTube can go right to where they're destined to go, and we already know where they're destined to go. Their leaders and the people that are unwittingly, yeah, not a good thing. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Russia believes Kazakhstan civil unrest is provoked by external forces to disrupt security and integrity. You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. I got one more sound effect for that. Hey, wake up! Okay. Oh, it just keeps on getting. It's just unbelievable. You know, let me let me look at this because I, I feel like I missed something in the news. I wanted to share. Where is it? No, no, it's not there. It's not there. So I must have put it down further. That's okay. No problem. I'm gonna keep on going. All right. Now listen. The West must stand up. This is coming out of Reuters. The West must stand up to Russia against the Kazakhstan opposition leader says. So now they've, what they've done is they've created a situation very, very similar to Belarus. Very so They're surrounding Russia with um, kind of like yellow vest moments, if you will, from NGOs stirring up stuff. This is all Black Lives Matter. Allah, Allah, you know, Allah, um, Europe, Allah, Eastern Bloc states. Okay, that's what this is. This is, you know, you can name names if you want to, but you'll never get to, you know, if you really want to know where it's coming from, it's coming from Satan. It's coming from Satan's board of directors. It's coming from the Rhodes Roundtable. It's coming from the Tavistock Institute. It's coming from all of the the entities that uh, Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell is constantly warning us about. Because all that stuff is very, very real. Uh, But again, you know. 
There's only so much you can cover in a, in a program. A United Kingdom military chief, Russia is cutting, Russia cutting underwater communication cables will be considered an act of war. The warning comes ahead of the upcoming Russia-NATO Council gathering, which will deal with Moscow's proposal on security guarantees that were put forth last month amid Western media and officials and allegations about a possible Russian invasion of the Ukraine. And now it's talking about Kazakhstan, and it's getting worse and getting worse, and we're pushing them, pushing them, pushing them. And Russia's coming out on Sputnik News, and they're saying, we will not be pushed. We will not be pushed. We will not be pushed. No wonder God uses Russia to destroy this country. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Henry. Oh, Henry, I know you're happy up in heaven, but boy, do I wish I could bring you back on the show. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, listen to this. Another headline. Andrew Cuomo's sex misconduct complaint is officially dismissed by the judge. Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a damn thing anymore. Thank you, Brother Glenn Beck. <laughs> Kids, he, he kind of said the word, you know, with the, the D word. Is that a problem? Okay. All right. Well, just, just put, your, put your hands over your ears. <laughs> Pittsburgh shaken by exploding media. NASA says it wasn't strong. Okay, so meteors, asteroids, comets. Comets are big, like giant collections of ice that have a periodicity in their rotation around the solar system and such like that. And then you've got um, asteroids, which are basically rocks that essentially, I believe, for the most part, come from the Van Allen belt, which is it's a blown up planet. It was from the wars in the heavens that took place. You know, this is covered in, uh, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff that Zen specializes in um, and all that. And it's wonderful. Praise God. A lot of it's covered in Sons of God. There's also a book by uh, Dr. Dave, uh, Dr. Dave, uh, Dr. Farrell um, uh, and uh, Joseph Farrell uh, about wars in the heavens. And it's, 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 it's a blown up planet. <laughs> and, you know. But then when it breaks down to a smaller piece, then it becomes like a meteor, meteoroid. So you got an asteroid. It's kind of big. And then you got a meteoroid, which is, you know, up to like, I think, uh, three meters across or something like that is a meteoroid. And it doesn't become a meteorite until it enters into the atmosphere, but it has to be smaller than a certain size to qualify as a meteorite. So really, when something really big hits the Earth, it's probably one of these big, space chunk asteroids uh just you know bigger than a well whatever it's a little complicated and it gets confusing sometimes but i thought i would share that you know i looked a little bit up on that and uh, i was like okay no wonder everybody's confused all right headline here again hallelujah Bronx fire, one of the worst in 30, kills 19, including nine children, according to New York mayor. Uh, Another headline, Antarctic. Let us listen to this. The Antarctic outpost. Antarctic outpost has been hit by a COVID-19 outbreak. It's a Belgian scientific research station in Antarctica. Wow. Uh, Look, this, but, oh, wow. It was despite workers being fully vaccinated and based in one of the world's remotest regions. So what does that tell you? What does it tell you? (laughs) Figure it out. Next one up. Supreme Court, this is the one I was looking for earlier. Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor is owned by the Satanic. Um, uh, she's owned by the Satanic um, uh, Crime Syndicate. Okay? And this is what she has claimed. 
This is a Supreme Court justice, by the way. She claims that the vaccination prevents transmission, number one, that Omicron is as deadly as the Delta variant, number two, live from the pit, 100,000 children are hospitalized with COVID, and many of them are on ventilators. That's a lie from the pit. Number four, vax mandates would prevent 100% of the cases. That's a lie from Satan's pit. This is all coming from Hasatan. Filthy, evil. And number five, the hospitals are overrun. And every single thing that she said is patently, provably false. Oh, boy. Supreme Court has been compromised. I knew it. I already knew it because of all I watched how the Supreme Court systematically refused to hear cases from Giuliani cases. You know, and then they turn around and they sue them. Oh, my gosh. I just uh, I don't want to be here. Will somebody please build a spaceship? Just make it big enough. Make it big enough for all of the listeners of the show to get on it. OK, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Windsor Castle to become a no-fly zone over concerns for the Queen's safety, according to certain reports. Okay, Windsor Castle, the official royal residence of the British monarchs, will become a no-fly zone due to concerns for the safety of Queen Elizabeth in the country's media responding to Sunday. And I'm, you know, and I'm like, um, it says, uh, let me just see. I got to see what it is. Uh, from, from January 27th, planes and unmanned will be prohibited. 2,500 feet no-fly zone under the order, 1.4 miles, can't get even with one, seem deemed a crime. Um, but it doesn't say why. Wait a minute. Entering the Queen's Castle ground. Oh, because an attacker owned uh, with a crossbow went on to the castle grounds threatening to kill the Queen. You know, that's interesting. They never did that over Mar-a-Lago, and people with, you know, AK-47s jumped over the fence to get drunk. Oh, man. Anyway, whatever. Praise God. Got to move on. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Epic Times reports. Ex-head of the United Kingdom Vaccine Task Force calls for an end to mass vaccination. Why do you think? He's watching people drop over dead is why. This isn't complicated. And when you start to, oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I pray in Jesus' name that Sister Carol does a really good job on those cliff notes from the Fauci book, the real uh, Dr. Fauci that's written by uh, Kennedy, because if she does, I'm going to be reading a lot of that on the show, because I know a lot of us are just slaughtered and don't have time to read it. I started reading it, and I was just riveted, and then I pulled it into some other, whatever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Next one up. Jerusalem church leader says Israeli extremists threaten Christian presence in the city. Yeah. Wow. So, folks, it's going to get bumpy. We're a lot bumpier than it is right now. Listen to this. Listen to this. Like I said about, you know, how the the scrolls rolling out in parallel and a lot of the things that are in this in these first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, seventh seal. A lot of those things are going to be happening in parallel. And listen to this headline reads, quote, Buffalo smashes into restaurant and sends customers flying. The massive animals believed to have escaped the butcher before fleeing into the eatery. Shocking footage from a CCTV camera in China has emerged online showing a buffalo charging into a restaurant and attacking the customers or one of the customers. All right, hold on. I got a cough. Sorry, guys. I'm still dealing with this. All right, there I go. 
Thank you, Jesus. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Here we go. Sputnik News reports, uh, United States reportedly calls on reinforcements, hunkers down near Syrian oil field amidst spate of attacks. Never ending. World Net Daily reports, vaccine is worse than we feared. Could be looking at hundreds of thousands of more dead. Wow. And it just goes, it's totally, uh, it's just, well, it's got, I could read the whole thing to you, but it, I mean, it's like the number of Americans who have suffered serious side effects or died after receiving the MR, mRNA injection billed as a vaccine is exploding. Furthermore, injected people seem to be much more worse off than those who, re- this is all, I, I put an article up on tribulation-now.org about this exact thing. Um, let's see when I put that up. Let me find it. Um, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Where is it? Where did I put it? Well, well, I'll have to go. Maybe it's fallen off the main page. It might be on page two now because I've been throwing a few extra things up on the web. Oh, there it is. December 22nd of 2020. I posted the vehicle. I posted an article with a testimony of a man who is an immunologist who came out and said that all his evidence is that it's going to cause immunodeficiencies. And all the monkeys that have been tested with the, with the mRNA version died. I published that on December 22nd of 2020. And, we're, and now look, look at this article from World Net Daily. A couple of years later, I'm like... Doesn't it just make you want to grab your hair and just, you know, where's that shrimp fork? <laughs> I need to rip my spleen out with a shrimp fork. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. COVID-19, two to four million people to get it still. Bennett warns of serious patient surge. I'm like, Bennett, meathead. <laughs> Am I allowed to call him a meathead, Lord? Maybe not. Father, forgive him for he knows not what he does. And Father, forgive me for calling him a meathead. Some people are calling um, Israel Fizreal because it's like in bed with Pfizer. And boy, are they ever. <clears throat> Unreal. Oh, and, and, and you know what? Do you ever think, you know, it's, it's, it's a bioweapons attack, a satanic bioweapons attack against mankind. And Israel is taking more of them than any other country. You putting this together, folks? Are you? Connecting the dots? Are you? I hope you are. Kids, are you? <laughs> I knew if anyone was, it was the kids. Spanky, I see you're holding up little three-by-five cards. Are you prompting all those kids, or is that about ice cream? Oh, they're, oh, they're telling on you, Spanky. Little smarty pants. All right, next one goes up. Next headline, listen to this. More United States military members died from suicide in 2021 than from the COVID-19 since the pandemic uh, began. According to some of the statistics that were pulled up by Dr. Robert W. Malone, one of the co-inventors of the mRNA vaccine, who is now warning people about its dangers, who even took it himself and admitted bad things happened to him, a lot of bad things. Um, Yeah. Uh, mentioned that he put out a report that states that uh, life insurance companies, he, he gets a lot of insider information. Life insurance companies are now, and you may have heard this on other radio shows, and that's fine. Good, yeah, but do they care? You know, ask, whatever. But, here, but it needs to be said. 
Life insurance companies are now reporting people from the age of 18 to 64, there has been a 40% increase in deaths in that demographic. 40% increase in deaths. Well, somebody that I shared that with was very quick to say, well, cause and effect, and, you know, can't be, and I'm like thinking to myself, all right, well, you want cause and effect, Fort Detrick, look it up. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Anyway, next one up. Thank you, Jesus. New law allows, what do you think, folks, the vast majority of the most sinister, evil, biological and chemi- chemical weapons were made? Where do you think they were made? For Dietrich. But guess what? Where do you think they're stored? At Fort Dietrich. Oh, but they closed down Fort Dietrich. You think so? Do you really think so? Really? Just remember this sound. Another headline. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. New law allows non-citizens to vote in the United States. Now, folks, they now are in the process of killing the filibuster, which basically would prevent the Senate, the Senate, which still has a slight Republican majority, from stopping legislation, which is, of course, the dream come true of the satanic entities that are ruling this LGBT government, all right, led by a shape-shifting reptilian in a dementia body. It's just a horrible, horrible situation and being prompted and told what to do by Obama, okay, Come on, folks, please. This is not that complicated to unravel. So anyway, H.R. House House Bill Number 1 of the 117th Congress, H.R. 1, which obviously is the first major bill released in Congress in the year 2022, okay, um, uh, it, it is, uh, it's called the, um, hold on just a second. Oh, here it is. It's called For the People. It's called the For the People Act. Now, listen, warning. All right. Whenever they the Patriot Act means anti-Patriot Act. Get it? Okay. So it's used to go after people who are truly patriotic. They call them terrorists. Get it? Okay. That's how it works. So you have to translate St. Denis into what it really means. So when it says for the people act, what it really means is against the people act. Okay. Against the will of the people against the democracy or the Republic. Okay. Are you, are you following along here? And what this act essentially does is it takes all the provisions, it it turns over to the federal government, the control of all voting of all 50 states so that they can institute permanent laws that would allow them to create fraud and put in and control the government until the very bitter end, which, by the way, might actually pass because that would set up the country for the – it would be the quintessential – it's it's game over. So I've, I've been saying it's game over for a long time, folks. It really has been game over for a long time. But this would be, you know, kind of like the last nail in the coffin kind of thing. Okay, next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Anti-vaccine protesters rally in France, Germany, Austria, and Italy. More than 100,000 people have marched across France against the government. Government's plan to introduce a vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine pass. And, of course, they're not going to let you buy groceries. They're not going to let you get delivered. That's what they do. And they're even, like, don't forget the, the audio bite that I played from that one place. Gosh, was it in Nigeria where the Nigerian leader came out and said, you will not be able to bank. You will not be able to have bank accounts, and you will not be able to bank in this country unless you have a vaccine. Everybody's kicking back with their little Social Security income check and their, you know, their, uh, their, you know, big, you know, million dollar, uh, uh, you know, um, retirement savings, and they're thinking, you know, well, they can't touch me, and I'm going to go out there and YouTube and tell everybody it's Mark of the Beast. They're going to go to hell. Wow, they're taking tithes and offerings from everybody that they're lying to. (sighs) Thank you, Jesus. Valerian Root, ask for it by name and get it in exceedingly large quantities. Alteril, be sure to take it at least two hours before bedtime so it has time to kick in. Don't get the fast acting. It doesn't have as much good stuff in it to help you sleep. Next one up, hallelujah. Christian nurse in the United Kingdom gets forced out of a hospital after refusing to remove her cross, according to the media. And it goes on and tells her whole story. But essentially, she was allowed to come back. And, you know, she knew that it was a direct attack on her faith. And she's worn the cross for more than 40 years, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that's the kind of stuff that's going on out there. But we know that. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. Next up. German study reveals disturbing trend on child mental health during the lockdown. And it goes on to give statistics like, you know, roughly a 50%. Um, it said up to 500. Now, listen to this. And I, boy, did it, boy, this, this polar seltzer or black cherry is really hitting me hard. Um, <clears throat> this is just Germany, just Germany. Up to 500 minors were hospitalized after suicide attempts in Germany between March and late May of 2021. And then it goes on. Researchers have analyzed data from 27 children's intensive care units across the country. Da 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 and goes on and yada yada yada. This is wow. Right. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Praise God. California says COVID-positive health workers can go back to work amidst the shortages. So check that out. Isn't that interesting, right? COVID-positive healthcare workers can come back to work. Oh, and guess what? How many of them do you think probably received the mRNA vaccine? Right? Hey, even Robert Malone, one of the co-inventors of that whole technology, got COVID, almost died from it. You know, but he also knows things and, you know, can self-medicate. And so he came out of it pretty fast. But anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Fire reported a crumbling, crumbling Michigan nuclear power plant. What's wrong with Michigan's nuclear power plants? And it goes into a big, long diatribe about the potential fire in this particular location and the Nuclear Regulatory Commission giving warnings. And there was, you know, that they, you know, they had to deactivate all the sirens and they didn't actually find a fire. And, okay, look, if it's that broken, look out. 
And this one was the Donald C. Cook Nuclear Plant in Burien County, Michigan. Next headline up. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, M.O. Brooks, which I don't know, Mo Brooks, I guess Mo is the person's first name, is saying on Breitbart News, quote, COVID is a bioweapon created in the Wuhan bioweapons lab of the Communist Chinese Party. You're missing the worst part. You're missing the most important part. It came from Fort Detrick. It was from Fauci. It was from Obama. And... And why did Donald Trump acknowledge that when that woman was sitting there in the press conference room, Donald Trump was told that they were given $3.7 million of money. And he said, oh, well, we'll we'll look into that. I'm like, yeah, while you're building deadly respirators, while you're pushing the vaccine, something just isn't adding up. Something really sick and twisted. And listen to this. You want to see, you want to know when when he, Dr. Robert Malone, if you type in Dr. Robert Malone and Joe Rogan interview, type that in. Robert Malone, Joe Rogan, J-O-E-R-O-G-A-N. If you type that into Google, you are going to see pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of debunking. They call it mass formation psychosis. Okay. Folks, this this is it's game over. But anyway, we're just kind of watching it all go by. All right, next one up. Praise Jesus. Man detained in Almaty admits unknown people paid him two hundred dollars. Unknown people paid this person two hundred dollars. How much do you think two hundred dollars in American money is worth in Kazakhstan? How much do you think it's worth? I don't know. I don't know what the exchange rate is, but if my guess is right, it's a boatload of money. And this person comes forward. He was detained in in, in Almaty, Kazakhstan, and he said he was some person just came up to him and said, "Hey, man, here here's two hundred bucks. You got to go in there and participate in that insurrection." Bum bum bum. Right. What's that sound like? No, it couldn't be. A, I, I watched the uh, video I have posted on tribulation-now.org about the um, January 6th stuff. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And people buy it. They, they actually they drink it down like Belize Kool-Aid, and they're like, you know, you got to get those bad people. They're bad people. I was like, oh, okay, Father, give us patience. Fill us with your patience. Fill us with a desire to be in your presence. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Renewed clashes reported as troops open fire on Kazakh protesters. So Russia sends in troops. I, you know, of course, you know, who are these troops that open fire? See, that's the thing. This stuff is so set up. It says it, it says it was bolstered by Russian Russian led military alliance, but it doesn't really tell you who pulled the who did it. It's called a false flag. Okay, now listen. Now here's a picture. This next headline is from CNN, which of course we all know we can believe everything that CNN says, right? You're good. 
Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. I mean, Fox News is controlled enough, but CNN, are you kidding me? I mean, if you don't just, you know, this, it's like, you could, I mean, if you're listening to CNN and you don't hear this sound. Yeah, but anyway, sometimes you just got to hear what the saints are saying. Sometimes you just, anyway, so listen to this. Quote. It shows a picture of the leader of Kazakhstan, and it has Biden beside him, as if that really matters. Look at his black eyes. Look at his black eyes. He, it's, 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 anyway, whatever. Nobody can see. You know, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. You can show him the eye, the pupils turning into a, a, a reptile live. You can look at it and see it with your own eyes. And, and if people don't want to believe, they're not going to believe. Oh, that's photoshopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. as if you've even seen Photoshop. All right, praise God. The West has a rare window to put Putin in his place. Did you hear that? A rare window. On Wednesday, representatives from NATO and its 30 member states and the Russian Federation will meet in Brussels. And then, of course, Russia has put out several articles that says, we will not be pressured by the West to do this, that, or the other. And you know what? Uh, anyway, like Robert Vandrius Mitchell says, he has a lot of respect for the patience of Putin. <laughs> oh, surrounded by nuclear weapons, surrounded by NATO, all this craziness, NGOs, um, Eastern Bloc states being taken down, you know, all this. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me that he hasn't already done a blitzkrieg across all of Europe at this point and taken out all of the <laughs> NATO installations. NATO would be so busy in a political, you know, radioing each other going, I don't know. What, what, what should we do? I don't know. I don't know. They're coming right at us. Anybody who's ever who's a student of uh, World War II knows that Russia, you don't want to mess with Russia. Let me tell you, they walk out in minus 15 degree weather and they go, feeling a little balmy, pass the vodka. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Folks, just don't get stuff. Well, if you don't know history, you're, you're doomed to repeat it, aren't you? All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Think twice before you vaccinate your kids, says Dr. Robert Malone, as he warns parents on COVID shots. Ah. <sighs> Another one. Listen to this headline. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Release 450,000 pages of secret vaccine data in eight months instead of 75 years, says a judge rejecting the Food and Drug Administration's request. See, what people don't really realize is that these satanic entities that are running these organizations, the CDC is owned by the government. This bureaucracy of power, this evil power is so powerful that it destroys people's lives. It puts people in jail. It ruins their careers permanently. Doctors can lose their licenses just merely by having someone file a complaint. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's a control grid. But it, they have accomplished, Satan and his minions have accomplished more in the last two years than in, what, the last 20? Wow. Think we're not close, folks? Think again. All right. Hallelujah. Next thing up. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, this 75 years. Now he's telling them... 
What it, first off, FDA. <laughs> no, never mind. I'm, you know what? Sometimes you just read an article and you just, it, it's a it's a it's a spleen and shrimp fork moment. It really is. It's a spleen and shrimp fork moment. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, how many of you know about the Trusted News Initiative? <clears throat> yeah. So basically what happened was they faked the Russian uh, attempted supposed takeover during the Trump administration. We all know about this. They faked, they faked the whole thing. They said that Trump was in bed with the Russians. They set up this whole deal. They unmasked stuff that was private. They spied on his administration. They did it illegally. They broke the uh, the um, uh, uh, the law, you know, through the, the the federal requirements for unmasking and all that kind of stuff. All right, so it was really just a horrible thing that they did. Now, and it was all done under Obama. Now, and and under Hillary, which is you know talking about two of the most lawless people in the entire universe okay now all that being said they they these entities of control came up with this idea called the trusted news initiative oh my gosh it's nine o'clock already but the trusted news initiative basically is what's behind all the censorship because they said oh my gosh we have a problem if russia can come in to our social media outlets and put all this false information and actually change the outcome of the election oh this is terrible this is just terrible so we've got to create the trusted news initiative which by the way is what allows them to censor everything now you get it now, remember what I told you about the name? You have to flip it around in order to understand what it really means. What it really means is the untrusted news initiative. Get it? Patriot Act equals anti-Patriot Act. Trusted news initiative equals news initiative. You see how that works? It's not complicated, and it's all in Isaiah 29. They will turn everything upside down. And on that note, let's bring on Sister Joy, Jeffrey's Pew. I hope, hopefully she's feeling better. And also Brother Zen Garcia. I see Brother Zen up here. Let's go ahead and bring his mic live. Brother Zen, are you there? I am, Brother. How are you? <laughs> I hope you've been hiding out in your home there and staying clear of all this creepy stuff going on out there, because, boy. And let's bring on Dr. Joy. Uh, I heard she uh, – are you okay, Joy? How you doing? Oh, I tell you what. I have uh, had COVID, and I tell you uh, this is my first show uh, since coming down really sick a little over a week ago. And I tell you it's been a, it's been a wild ride. Um, I um, am very thankful that I was able to get in to get the Regeneron antibodies, and um, I have not had, you know, a severe, severe case, thank goodness. It's been more of a um, a little bit of congestion, a lot of problems with sinuses, um, a lot of aches and pains and fever. Um, but the worst thing, I guess, out of all of it is that I lost the ability to taste and to smell. And so um, uh. I'm trying to recover that a little bit today. I've not eaten everything I could put, put in my mouth trying to taste something and finally was able to taste a little something later on this evening. But it is it's really been a ride. Um, my husband, Tim, of course, came down with it uh, a couple of several days before I did. And he also was able to get in to get the Regeneron antibodies. 
And so um, we both we've both been kind of looking after each other, uh, camped out in the house. Of course, you know you have to go into this lockdown, and uh, we've been very fortunate that we've had family and friends that were able to bring us food and and things of medicine and things that we needed uh, during this time. But yes, it's it's been a really uh, wild ride and um, very 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 real and. <laughs> Very scary, you know, with all the things that you know about a bioweapon. And, of course, I've been studying this stuff for a very long time before we got to the coronavirus that we have today. But the fact that these things are bioweapons and you know that they're in your body and that they're doing weird things and they're targeting you in different ways. I mean, the difference are totally opposite of the uh, symptoms that uh, my husband Jim had versus what I had. And then my sister, who is a nurse practitioner, she uh, also came down with it uh, and lives about three hours from me. Um, so it's it's been it's really really kind of scary. Uh, Tim was vaccinated. I'm unvaccinated. My sister was vaccinated. So it it seems that it's um, not being uh, true to you know you being able to stop the symptoms. It, uh, are the, the the progression of this particular virus, um, you know, because, I mean, I know people who have had the two vaccinations plus the booster, and they have been even sicker than I am uh, that I've been able to talk with uh, that live out here in the area where I live. So it's um, pretty scary stuff, John and, and Zan, and I pray that you both will be able to avoid it uh, I had been trying very desperately to avoid and uh, been very cautious, but um, I guess somewhere we were able to come in contact with it and pick it up. And um, and like I say, it, it when it hits you, uh, usually you, you get a fever, and um, typically the, the pains uh, are very much kind of like, I guess you would say like flu-like symptoms. And, um, and then, like I say, it depends on kind of your – places in your body that maybe I was always an athlete and it seemed that the the pains that I would get would be in areas where I had had maybe past injuries of that nature and of course I've always had problems with my sinuses in my ears since I was a child and I think that's probably one of the reasons it's maybe um, hit me maybe pretty hard there but um, it, it's been a really uh, wild ride and um, and like I say I know that from being able to study this for so long and to have known uh, the ramifications of what I truly believe is an attack against humanity, it's uh, a terrible thing. Um, and when you've lost people in your family to COVID, uh, when you've lost loved ones that were very close in our family, um, and then you come down with something like this, you just um, you have to pray that that God is going to get you through it and and get you through it without having any serious uh, side effects and difficulties. I have a, a really good friend that had it, had one of the first variants of it when it first came out, and um, she ended up losing her ability to hear and had to have a cochlear implant to be able to hear again. So, I mean, you know, it's just these, these weird things, um, and she was several uh, weeks out, and had gotten home from the hospital and was doing quite well, and then all of a sudden had a situation, and all of a sudden her hearing went, I mean, like in, in months later. 
So it's it's a it's a it's a scary thought process to be um, knowing that something that somebody has been playing gain of function to get rid of humanity with is inside of your body. And so I think my anxiety uh, about it all is because I know too much. People that don't know all about mm-hmm. these things like I do probably <laughs> do not have the anxieties maybe about knowing uh, all the details, but the extensive research that I've done on the patents and the and the understanding of taking these novel viruses out of the wild and the intent was to literally gain a function to do nothing but destroy humanity. And when you realize that that um, particular virus is in your system, um, it does not make you, it does not make you feel well at all. And I think that that's probably caused me a, a to not rest as much at night that maybe I, I could have been resting. But I am very thankful that um, I had a, a really good PA, uh, Teresa, that really came forward to really help me out. And uh, and uh, we were able to get in to, like I say, get the Regeneron for me and then, of course, for Tim's PA to get him in to do the, the Regeneron because now I think that the hospitals are starting getting, getting pretty inundated and being able to get into those kinds of uh, – techniques, you know, using the antibodies are going to get less and less. They're becoming overrun in a lot of the hospitals. I was talking to someone this afternoon that does um, a lot of the respiratory stuff at the hospital, and they were saying that they were very, you know, they were over inundated again with a number of cases. So it is something to be very concerned about. And, of course, you know, we've talked about this many times on, on your show, John, is that this is the beginning of the end. And, um, you know, these things are not going away. They're not going to get better. And that, that's the sad part of every bit of this is that even though you might get through this, there's always something else coming around the bend because plenty of people who have been vaccinated, who've had COVID before, are coming down with COVID again and, and the different variants. And it's it's just uh, a mind-boggling. So, um, yeah, I, I was looking forward to being a part of this tonight. But I tell you, I, tell you, I was thinking – Oh my goodness! I am so glad that this is an audio show tonight because I don't look too pretty, too pretty or very presentable to be doing uh, to do to be doing video. And I've got some video ones that are coming up later on in the month. And I I do hope I start looking a little better than than I, than I look right now because I think if you saw me, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, you know, you don't look too well. But don't, um, hey, I'm don't thankful worry. to be up, able to be a part of this. Don't don't worry for for anything that you may not be uh, you know doing in in, in uh, beauty right now. Zen will make up for it for you. How about it, Zen? <laughs> I'm so glad. You're looking pretty buff there, buddy. I bet you, you got a couple of ten pound weights in your hands and you're just going at it, huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, right. How you doing, yeah, always lifting. <laughs> uh, How are you doing? doing? Well, I guess uh, better than Doctor Joy. I'm. You know, I, I'm praying for you, Dr. Joy, and, uh, and all the, that you're going through. And, yeah, it is a crazy thing to understand the designs of the enemy and the strategy and then to also take every precaution you can and yet be exposed in some manner to, you know, um, what's going on with the insanity of the world. And so, yeah, we'll definitely pray for you and your family and um it does seem like a lot of people are getting ill and in bunches and but 
thank goodness it, it doesn't seem to be, um, you know, like dire. Uh, it's just from what I've seen of the people that I've known, it, it wasn't as critical as um, previously. And I don't know if the, you know, there's so many different variants now, and um, and then the the normal as far as the colds and flus and and all of that. Um, but everything seems to be you know, Corona this, Corona that, but, um, certainly these are weird times. And I do agree with you and John listening to the early part of the show and the news you were going through that things are just stepping up and dominoes are falling. And, uh, even with what's going on with the, the Ukraine and, uh, Israel, uh, stepping up all, all their attacks in Syria and against Hamas and, even you know taking on Russia uh, without any concern of backlash and just you know pushing ahead. And then the whole thing with Taiwan as well. Those those pieces and those uh, dominoes are are escalating in ways and and not being reported on. You know it's like every day there is a conflict uh, where somebody's vehicle or military equipment or uh, plane or whatever is being targeted, pulled out of the sky, you know, pilots jumping to safety and uh, all of that doesn't just uh, go away without repercussion. And so even though I, you know, I pray for peace and comfort and safety and an environment where children can grow up and not be concerned uh, the reality of what's going on in the ground is just pure chaos, pure insanity. And uh, it's, you know, of course, nothing is being said in the mainstream news, especially here in America. You're, it is on. It is unbelievable. As a matter of fact, it's what we're not hearing, which is the most severe of all. Um, they're so, you know, people are so busy being kept busy with, you know, they're so busy watching the fire in the theater, you know, you call it a fire in the Mm -hmm. theater, whatever the case may be. I don't know. But, but what's happening is that because of how the bio attack against mankind, the Georgia Guidestones event has taken over the primary concern of virtually all or the vast majority of the world, or so it appears, and of course the the control grid that's being locked down because it, it, it at the end of the day what's happened is it's it's kind of like almost like this horrific sleight of hand in the sense that we're you know the the population of the of the world essentially now I'm generalizing but to to make a point it's like hey look over here and they've got people so dead focused on this one particular topic which is a pretty doggone bad topic right okay but they're so focused on it that in the meantime to your point Zen the stuff that's going on over in Kazakhstan, the stuff that's still going on over in the border of the Ukraine, over in Donetsk, um, the provocation of NATO. Are you kidding me? They're literally coming out. And, and right. we know Biden isn't. I have footage of Biden's pupils turning into a serpent. Somebody had uh, on YouTube had zoomed in on it real close to his eyes, and they weren't believers, and they were like going, what the F? You know, <laughs> they like, 
doing? Mm-hmm. So I put it up on the website and, and, and you know, get, put some of those uh, um, scriptures, you know. I think it's like the Testament of Reuben, and, and you know, I looked up, and what are you? You, you know, yeah. you know I, I, we are watchers, you right. know, and, and, you know, Viper, and with, uh, mm. it's just amazing. But you know what's really kind of creepy is on top of all of this, so far, um, okay, so I'll just read two, one, two paragraphs, well, maybe three. It won't take long. I'm just going to read really fast because I think people really need to gather. They need, we need to all understand. Now, yes, we lost Russ Didzer. We, lost, uh, we just lost uh, Pastor Douglas Riggs, who is one of the world's leading SRA DID pastors. Um, I, when I heard he was on a ventilator, I was like, well, I just, it was, I, I gave glory to God. I knew he was going to Jesus, and yeah. he was going to be the happiest right. guy in the whole world. Yeah, so, you know, it's like you have to change your perspective, right, to a heavenly perspective. I lost my niece, you know, yeah. she was on a ventilator. But anyway, so Sarah Manet in 1979, she was shown a series of events in, 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 a, in an astonishing detailed, you know, vision. And it was just like one thing after another, after another, after another. Now, does it have very little detail in it? They never do. They never do. And the other thing about prophecies and dreams and visions are that, you know, the ones that we hold on to and use to correlate the data and look for the information in the Bible, the good ones, the really good ones. The other thing is you can never really trust the order of the events either because they will admit frequently that they became disoriented because things were flashing by them so quickly. But this is just what Sarah Manet had seen occur shortly after um, uh, there was a missile launched from Libya into Israel with a nuclear tip on it, which may be an event that could happen any day now because of the way that um, Bennett is and the IDF are talking about an imminent attack on uh, the, the the nuclear plant in Iran, right? So Iran knows they are under imminent warning of attack on their nuclear plants. So we're, we're probably getting really close to this happening. She saw, I'll just read these really, really fast. She saw um, right after she said, um, the, she, she, I'll just read it, quote, I then saw a man walk in a middle in the middle of a crowd of people and drop what seemed to be a quart jar full of liquid. The jar broke and the and the liquid spread. I understood that people nearby had become infected with the disease from the liquid and they didn't even know it. A day or two later the people became sick and started dying. I saw that this would happen in four particular cities, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco and Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. The disease started with white blisters, this is a mustard gas most likely some the size of a dime appearing on the hands and the arms and the faces of the victim. The blisters quickly developed into white puffy sores. Those with the disease would stumble around and fall over dead. Many died in a short time, perhaps 24 hours. Then she said, I also saw other people with a flu-like virus that spread more quickly than the first disease. The victims had blood, so this is hemorrhagic, the victims had blood coming from their nose, their mouth, their eyes, and their ears. These people died even faster than the disease of the ones of the first sickness okay since she saw these in 1979 there wasn't even correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure there wasn't a such thing as ebola in 1979 am i correct when when was ebola yeah, first created that. do you remember uh, when I it was, was created? thinking that 
Ebola was before that. Ebola and Marburg, but they were always contained down into the African continents. They were. Um, they were doing. But they've been. You're a, right. You're um, right. But yeah, that those were not something that was ever really came out of Africa, the continents of Africa. They were always in the way out in the middle of nowhere when you would see them, you know, get sick. And I was trying to think when the first. You know, I've got that somewhere, but um, I just can't call it, recall it off the top of my head. But, yeah, those things were not something that was out and about. When they contained it, they would just literally go around the camp, and they would not let anybody leave and shoot them and then burn the camp so that that virus could never leave. And it was a terrible, terrible thing, the way that they handled Ebola and Marburg years and years ago when those heart viruses first started coming out. I remember writing about them in uh, my first book back in 1999 that they were very prevalent in those areas and that if they were ever to able to to uh, get out of those particular conditions where you couldn't contain them that you know it could spread like wildfire I never realized and back in those days that our capability of transportation and everything else would allow for those kinds of viruses to easily be picked up and you know something like Marburg and Ebola can be picked up and you're dead within 24 hours. I mean, you literally bleed out. Those are terrible hot viruses. So that's pretty amazing that she was making comments like that. Yeah, 1979. That it's mind blowing. Uh, and um, uh, what was I thinking? Oh yeah, and you guys know about the uh, smallpox thing, right? Yeah. Smallpox. No, I, mean, I feel like yeah, that, that's yeah, you... probably going to be one of the things that. It's going to be used. I mean, that being found outside of the CDC and that it was availability to not have anyone have accessibility to that kind of thing, and you're just sitting out in the middle of nowhere. You know, what what we've already seen is when these people that rule and contain the world and, and make the decisions, they always do stuff like this. They rub it in our nose. They expose it through Hollywood. They they have, like, pre-planned things just like the the – Attack on the uh, Twin Towers. All these things have been played out, and they do it right in our under our nose. And it's funny to them because they really believe what Scripture says, that we're walking around very blind and that we lack knowledge. And so they carry these things out, and, and, um, and really the people who know, who are part of it, it lets them know a certain thing is going to be done. It lets them know that this is uh, about to happen. But I do think that the fact that the seven vials in, in Revelation talks about these boils and things being on the skin of people, that we're probably going to see some of the most worst situations uh, come about. Because what they're doing is they're they're taking these things genetically and changing them. And I guess when I started looking at how viruses in the wild and in hum- humans or in animals could be taken into a laboratory, and once we started figuring out the genomes, uh, for specific viruses that we could go in and use technology to cut and paste and redo and make these things into, like like we know, bioweapons. Um, so we've got people who are literally after one thing, and I think that, you know, we've spoke about this many times, about those Georgia Guidestones, the fact that Zen and I uh, have been there, and um, he lives closer to them than I do, but the, the times that I've been and seeing that, it's just absolutely will rock your soul to know that this has been a planned agenda. And when we first started talking about these things years ago, Zen, people laughed about us making comments right. in regard to the Georgia Guidestones, but clearly 
what those guidestones are saying is what we see these men uh, who are theosophy worshipers trying to bring about, and they're doing a quite good job of it. And I think that the fact that something like this smallpox and these other kinds of things have been found just laying around, I mean, it just is no different than the Wuhan lab. I was doing some research on that uh, just just yesterday, and knowing that uh, these gain-of-function things were being promoted in laboratories, I mean, in the past, in the last number of years, and we're talking about not just a year or two ago, but we're talking about five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago, that they're already planning for this and that they were building up to make these things happen at a certain given time. And um, the fact that it all is, you know, was laid out over there in, in China the way it was with um, the availability of having, you know, the, those World Olympics and using those military people and and then really exposing them to these, these vials that, remember, went missing and there was, you know, conversation about where was those vials at. And then all of a sudden those people started getting sick and then the world got sick. So it's all a process of planned agenda and I do think that this thing, uh, which recently came out about that smallpox, and and even the other other things that I've seen, where you know there's like 140 different coronaviruses that have been patented and uh, made into novel, uh, you know, Did taken you from the, the wild in the novel into the you know to the uh, gain of function. Cyprus, they just. Um... <clears throat> Uh, in Cyprus, they just found a uh, blended uh, combination. Uh, now, it's a uh, mutation now that is a combination of Delta and Omicron. So what that means mm-hmm. is you're going to have, you're going. So we know Delta was the most impactful of them all thus far. So it was the one that caused a lot of people to not be able to breathe. And, of course, when you can't breathe, the first thing you're going to do is go running to the hospital, and then you're going to die. Um, If Omicron blends together with Delta, that is an absolute worst-case scenario. It doesn't get any worse Yes, it is. It is. I agree with you. I agree. I mean, I just know how I feel with the Omicron itself and how it's affected me and then also how it has affected my husband. In, in breathing, in uh, the stuffiness, and the ability to catch your breath, things of that nature. And if you add, like you said, the Delta variant into that, and of course, the you know they're saying the mutations even for the Omicron don't match up. I mean, it's almost like the Omicron never came from uh, Lambda or Delta or Alpha or any of those Beta. That it really didn't have a similar genetic. Um, predisposition from coming from something that had already existed they're totally separate separate almost yeah and so and so i think that you know once we see that you know then moving and pulling them together is a great possibility because they're mutating with any with within themselves and then if you've got people who um have gotten certain antibodies and then those antibodies are different than somebody else's antibodies i mean it's just a, a, a terrible situation i mean i was looking at how many of the deer population in the United States, the deer, or especially up in the north, are eat up with with uh, with COVID? And the problem is, is that once it's in the deer population and that turns into the raccoons and then whatever else, then when it manifests itself and it changes into another variant, even though it was, let's say, 
the delta that they got or something when it when it gets in their population and then it crosses that species when it jumps back into let's say the human species then it's totally different again so you could keep just taking the same one and just changing it around changing it around very concerning because i mean i see this as i, I mean i just really believe that we're in the end of days i mean i that this is the tribulation period and that this is this is a plague that is going to literally end up you know, putting boils all over people um, according to the seven vials. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And and clearly everything else is lining up along with it, along with the Israel and Iran and nuclear war and and um, everything else that's happening with the deaths of birds and, and people and everything that's going on. I think one of the, the biggest things that I wanted – to mention real quick was the fact that NASA had hired a priest to get us ready for the indoctrination that they're going to be able to show that there's news of alien life out there. And, um, I mean, I think that's the big one. I think that, you know, the fallen angels have been waiting for their opportunity to step onto the stage and try to look like that they have been, you know, with us and that they're going to look after humanity and with the Antichrist stepping up. He'll have them on his side. So I find it very interesting that NASA would hire a priest to get people ready for the release of the fact that there is alien life. And I, I do think that the UFO disclosures and things that our military have been showing, you know, they can't prove what these things are, but they literally say that they're real, their own, you know, their own film, and um, clearly are not being made up. Fortunately enough, I've had the opportunity to see a couple of these things in my lifetimes, and I honestly say that they're not fake and um, that something's out there. And whatever it is, it's getting to the point if we're getting in these end of days to reveal itself because we know at the end of days that that abyss is going to open up and these things are going to come out right and left. So um, I, I just see all of this playing out. John, the, the the plagues and how serious this is getting and that you can't fight against it and once we get back into situations where people can't be out and about, they're going to force this into that cryptocurrency, uh, New World Order, and then you're going to have a mark and you can't do anything without that mark. You can't buy, sell, or trade and uh, I mean, I just think we're fixing to see this come about. I just feel like we, from the last couple of times that we've been together, you think how much different it is today than it was just, let's say, four months ago. Yeah. Now, the things we don't realize, yeah. there's hundreds of, there's literally, you know, like I spent about four hours listening to different, um, <clears throat> you know, Robert W. Malone, uh, Rogan, the Rogan uh, thing between him and Rogan. I listened to that for several hours. I, I was uh, also listening to some spots with uh, Jones and uh, some other people that were experts on the subject. And statistically, here, here's the thing. What we're not seeing is we're not seeing millions of worldwide suicides. We're not seeing the impact, the destruction of, you know, we thought before, you know, we used to chat on the show we about how they have destroyed the um, – the home, the family life, all the stuff that David Wilkerson mm-hmm. prophesied in his vision in '73. You know that uh, we that the um, the learning system, you know, the educational system was being destroyed and, and dismantled. Um, you know, look at where you're, to your point. Now look at that discussion. Back then, 
what we were talking about seemed like it was pretty major. But we've got drag queens. We have children that are under the age of 10 that are overtly requesting to transfer their sex to the opposite sex. We have public arguments taking place. You know, there are multiple transgenders changing in, in the swimming in the, in the, in the, the, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 this is not okay. Look at, look at the people that are running the government of this country right now. Most of them are homosexuals, transvestites, transgenderites, whatever you want to call them. Zen, is there anything that you can think of to, to Joy's point regarding the fallen angels? Because I know that that's a pivotal moment in all of this. When you think back to the ancient texts that you've become such an expert on, like the uh, you know Enki, the Anunnaki, and you reflect on the potential of their return, because you know you, you had looked at a lot, you'd gotten privileged access to Stitchens, you know, a lot of you know uh, Stitchens information, um, and you know you're an expert, I would say, on the learned elders of Zion and a lot of the other warning papers of deep warning. I mean. Are you able to surmise from that pool of information, um, kind of like, or and, I, and you know, we're not, of course, we're not holding you to this, but I mean, what are you getting a feeling for how close we may be? Because we know you, I think it's safe for all of us. I think the three of us would agree that probably one of the most, if not the single most. The quintessential turning point probably is going to be when um, these beings that are not born of the Adamic bloodline, we'll just leave it at that, whether they're floating around in outer space or hanging out on Venus or coming to us through portals, I don't care. It's irrelevant to me. They're obviously not from Earth, so they're technically extraterrestrial. So anyway, the point, but the point I'm making is, do you get any feeling from the research that you've done over so many years where that might fall into the days that we're in? I mean, how does that align? Is that coming soon? What is your gut feeling on that? Yeah, I think absolutely that that is going to be one of the next trigger points and that, you know, the whole, uh, the idol as far as Baphomet, that that kind of summarizes the, the times that we are in where everything's been turned upside down and the whole, uh, as far as, you know, abomination being uh, normalized, we see that in Alice Bailey's writings as well, but um, this agenda is also following what is the New World Order and what is the um, domination, the handing over of power to Antichrist, and that Antichrist will, you know, open up the bottomless pit. And I think uh, we're seeing even in this time now an overlap of spiritual wickedness and spiritual weirdness happening, you know, so much that a cult has now been um, assimilated into a lot of this generation. They think it's all fun and games to go out and play in graveyards and, you know, try to conjure up contact with devils and demons. And this, because they have no... Uh, relationship with the Most High God, they have no protection. 
and because of this you're seeing like you know people putting up on TikTok and YouTube and all this where there are really strange events and occurrences happening in their houses and they are being uh, attacked you know literally attacked and this has now become something that is as accepted as normal and it, it shouldn't be but these are the kind of portals and gateways that people are opening and I definitely you know the a connection with uh, ancient aliens and the acceptance of the supernatural and in that manner and people bowing down to them as gods I mean you know the whole idea of just these devils and de- uh, demons and shadow people having invisibility and being able to um, work from the spiritual realm uh, it's just a, a short thing uh, for people to oh yeah extra dimensional extra uh, terrestrial whatever uh, they must be way more advanced than we and you know they must be um, closer to God than we and so yeah this is all playing out we even see in the life of Werner von Braun how he warned mm-hmm. Dr. Carolyn Rosen that this was going to be huge in when we near the end of days and uh, with the, that this was going to be part of the exit strategy and also the main event um, as far as the climax of the end times, the last days and uh, that certainly, yeah, the ancient aliens have a big part to play in all of this. But, you know, again, the whole thing with the, the Baphomet and uh, everything turning upside down, it's now normalized, too, that kids in elementary school, uh, some of them may think that they uh, are, oh, I feel like a boy or I feel like a girl or they're gender confused and and now also bisexuality is an accepted normality amongst the children. It's just we are living in a bizarre world, and things are just getting even stranger. Oh yeah, they they um, just released a um, a new in it's like you know in a, in a Scottish uh, newspaper. <clears throat> It actually has like a big ad in the in the newspaper, and they're taking a poll in Scotland, and the poll question is: Should Scotland introduce COVID internment camps similar to those in Australia? And so, right now, what we're seeing really, you know, how they we, you know, the entities of darkness have this in fantastically supremely sinister way of weaning people into accepting something that was horrific 50 60 years ago it was horrific the very thought of it was just awful and and now mm-hmm. people they nobody in school learns 
they don't teach history. They don't, people don't know. I mean, uh, it was like, I guess it was like about eight years, nine years ago, I was watching, I can't remember, I think it was somebody from the Alex Jones show or something, and they had a microphone and they were walking around in a park on a sunny day asking people that were like 21, 22, 23 years old, very simple questions like, who was George Washington? And they had no idea at all. And so what's happened yeah. is we, we've got an entire – this is hard for us old – you know, forgive me for the choice of word – for us old farts to, <laughs> to, to realize that we are surrounded by entire generations, millions of people surround us that don't – they don't have any understanding of – I mean, there's Holocaust deniers. They, they, they have no reason to believe it. They, they, they wouldn't watch a World War II or a Vietnam you know, documentary if their life depended on it. They're way too busy watching some you – know, they don't know about FEMA camps. And so they're looking at COVID. They're saying, my uncle died, and they're going, you know, you're not – and there's people driving around in cars still wearing masks inside their cars by themselves. I mean – I don't think we realize we're, we're surrounded with, with people that have the IQ of a thumbtack. This is scary stuff right, right now, what's going on. I mean, we're, you know, COVID internment camps, for crying out loud. They, we know they were doing it in China. We know they're doing it in Australia actively right now. I got an email from a person in Australia. Um, I'm trying to remember his name, but anyway, and forgive me for forgetting for a second. I can find your email, but anyway, um, uh, I tried to ask him to come on the show. He's from Victoria. He said that the police are basically allowed to beat people half to death. So if you walk out of your house in Victoria, Australia, without your mask on, the police can swarm you with billy clubs and they will put you in the hospital. They were literally mm. beat you half to death, and it's completely mm-hmm. sanctioned by the government. So we're already there. They're, you know how they test drive everything? Do you remember – this is going back a long way, but do you remember 2010, 2009, around that time, the, the articles that were coming out about what was called the Bali micro-nuke? Do you remember that at all? I wrote an article about the Bali micro-nuke because there was, um, there was a, a very explosive event in Bali, and there were some insider whistleblowers that came forward, and they said that it was an actual – because they had re- huge radiological people losing their hair. There was an explosion in a part mm-hmm. of, the, of the country, Bali, and they went and did some tests on the crater – and anyway, long story short, supposedly they were testing a micro nuke that was small enough to fit inside of a coffee cup. Wow! And they so they well, I think the basement things. of nine eleven was yes. micro nuke as well. Yes, sir. It yeah, was those melting pools of steel. Yeah. Yep, they had to bring the found. They had to break the foundation at the strongest point in order to crumple the whole thing down and right. implode it on itself. Right. Yeah, which required some right. pretty fantastic. You know, you know the super nanothermite. That's another thing. The super nanothermite. You know this. Mm-hmm. The, there's only one place. I just about needed depends when I researched this and discovered it. There's only one place in the world that you can get super 
nanothermite. One place. The United States Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. And and the two um there were two Swedish scientists that came over to Manhattan and they sampled the dust and they did a particulate count. Most people, many might not understand what that means, but basically what you do is you take the dust, you break it down, into, and, and, and you divide out the particulates, and you actually count the particulates to get an idea of the approximate amount of the material that was used. And these two, I have this on, I have this on video, and the two, and they were they were testifying live on television over in Europe, and they said in our particulate count of the sampling of dust in Manhattan indicates that there was ten. Tons of super nanothermite used to bring down uh, the three buildings. It was so obvious the way mm-hmm. that those buildings fell that they were imploded. I mean, it was just obvious that that's what happened. Right. I know, and I can uh, still you know, see. It's, it's no different that we can look at jumping. we can look at all this stuff. Yeah, we can we can look at all this stuff and and really know we're smart enough to know. It's a different. It's, it's like knowing that our. Uh, voting machines were messed up, and nothing was ever done about it. It's like we who have the knowledge know this is, you know, being done right up under our nose, and we can clearly see that that's what's happened. But do you realize we have no way of stopping it? Long Correct. time ago, right. you know, people would have would have stood up and got their arms and and went to Washington and put a stop to it. We're at a point now. That we can't stop it. We can see it. Mm-mm. We no. know it. We're smart enough to pick up on it. But they know there's not enough of us that have the ability to stop where we're headed. Well, it's it's you know you're, you're absolutely right. But but you can multiply that problem simply by embracing the original intent of the Patriot Act. Okay, we all know how it works. They make an act. Oftentimes we find out, folks like us who research it, we discover things like the Patriot Act was created and put on paper before 9-11. Most people don't know that. The Patriot Act, everybody thinks the Patriot Act came out as a result of 9-11. That is Boulder Dash. The Patriot Act was written in its entirety before 9-11 occurred. They were planning on it. Okay, the purpose of the Patriot Act was ultimately to turn it against the citizenry of this country. Okay, and they are currently doing that. So the people that were mm-hmm. arrested at this so-called January 6th insurrection, which, by the way, was a false right. flag if there ever was one, I have a video oh, yeah. on Tribulation Dash now, and I watch that video again. And let me tell you, I invite every person in the world, because that video was taken down. I mean, within moments of that video being published on, on YouTube, it was taken down. And thank you, Jesus, I downloaded it immediately, and I uploaded it as an MP4 to my website. And at tribulation-now.org, mm-hmm. if you scroll down and you, you, you just look at it, if you go to the main page, just to help people in case you want to see it. Because, folks, this is absolute beyond any channel of enough proof that it was a setup. Okay, and um, and uh, I'm, I just want to give people the name of the article to look for. Hold on just a second. Okay, if you go to the first page and you scroll down about halfway down, 
you will see a guy with a red ball cap pointing his finger and white letters that say paid actors. All right, click on that mm-hmm. and go into that page and scroll down. You don't even have to read the article I wrote around it. Forget about it. If you're not a reader, forget it. If you're all in the media, fine. Scroll down to the video, okay, that is on that page because you will uh, uh, get to see the actual um video what happened was and we you know this joy zen you know this too we've been around you know we're we're we've been doing this an awful long time and you know how it works right Right (laughs) after right after the event occurs somebody on the internet will go out and they will grab all the videos from everybody's cell phones and they'll stitch them together into a tapestry to show you what really happened they did it with the Pulse Club. They did it with San Bernardino. Remember that? San Bernardino, right after San Bernardino occurred, there were YouTube there were people all over YouTube live. I mean, well, it's, you know, almost live because you could talk into you you could talk into your phone and go blah 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 and you hit a button and it would upload it right from your cell phone right up to your YouTube channel. And I was watching some of them and there were late, there was a woman and she was standing right outside of the building, and she said, oh, no, that no, no. She said they were paramilitary. There was a group of about six paramilitary dressed up. They were paramilitary. They had the full garb on. They had bulletproof vests on, and they all got inside of big black Tahoe SUVs and drove, drove away. They were the ones who killed the people. She saw it with mm-hmm. her own eyes. And then two hours later, they mm-hmm. came, out comes their patsy. The, the, the police are like Barney right. Fife. They're like Barney Fife, and they're coming out, hody do do I'm going to be a hero today. But they're all on a payroll. Right. That's right. Well, you, you heard what uh, yeah, SCOTUS, SCOTUS member Sotomayor said, didn't you? The, 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 the Supreme Court of the United States is totally compromised. We're done, folks. It's over. It's just right. a matter of time. All we can do is pray and watch it crumble. It's going down. You guys right. heard what she said, right. didn't you? You heard what she mm-hmm. said, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll read it to you. This is yeah. going to blow your mind. Yeah. Mayer is totally owned. And I'm, hold on a second. Let me shrink this down so I can zero in on a little bit faster. All right, hold on just a second. Start here. Scroll down. Up, up, up. Mayer. Where is it? Okay, there it is. All right, now I've got to get my eyes up a little bit closer because I'm going through a lot of text. Hold on a second. Um, here we go. Hold on. There we go. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is going to blow your mind. This is directly out of the mouth of uh, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. She said, and I'm literally quoting from what came out of her mouth. She said, number one, the jab prevents transmission of the virus. Number two, Omicron is just as deadly as Delta. Number three, 100,000 children are hospitalized with COVID, and many of them are on ventilators. Number four, vax mandates would prevent 100% of all cases. Number five, hospitals are totally overrun. And according and, and the person that uh, published this up on uh, 
Dr. Simone Gold, she's with the uh, Frontline Doctors Group, she, she said every one of these points is provably false, which, of course, anybody who pays attention to any of this stuff knows it. So why would that come out of the mouth of somebody on the Supreme Court if they weren't owned? They're owned. They're totally owned. Mm. We can't trust anything anymore. It's like right. anything you watch now, it, it goes back and what Scripture told us, that these days, as we get near the, you know, the very coming of Jesus Christ back to earth, is that we will not be able to tell these truths from the lie. And never, I can ever remember in human history, have we ever been to the point that you cannot believe anything anybody says. And, you know, when you go to try to check it out, you know, you can't use things like Snoop.com and things like that because those people own that, and they, 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 they okay. push it in a different way. Um, and, and in our history, everything that's being brought to the forefront to even look at, there's always a spin involved in it. And um, if anything, I think this proves more than anything that we are in – the tribulation period, that we are getting close to Jesus coming back, and that our focus, because we can't, you know, once the travail starts, once a woman starts into the process of having a child and that labor pain until it gets to the end when the child is born, you cannot stop that, that from happening. We cannot stop. Nothing that we can do can stop that tribulation period once it starts. And we know that there's a possibility that it is a seven-year period. What we've got to do is to focus on the fact that we know in the end what happens. And we have to keep our minds and our thought processes and everything that we do to tell other people during this time of what seems to be no hope, that there is hope, but our hope is in Jesus Christ. You know, I heard a pastor the other day on TV saying a lot of people are getting so dissatisfied with the world and their mental health. I mean, really, mental health has been really terrible. And I guess of all the, when I do the AMA shows, uh, I have gotten so many people who are saying that their family members are literally being overtaken by demonic activity, just like we were talking about earlier. And that people yes. are suffering from these serious mental health problems. I've never gotten so many weird emails with people saying, what do I do? Help me find uh, somebody to deliver my son or my daughter or my husband or my spouse. I mean, it's it's just been, I've been inundated with those kinds of questions. So you see that the rise of evil is getting so bad that it's starting to affect everything. And I know that this pastor was talking about in his churches and things that they were not able to maintain people because they were getting so dissatisfied, like what can we do and disheartened, whatever. And that now more than ever, what our calling is, is to tell people about Jesus Christ and to try to make them focus not on what we are seeing presently all around us, but what the future hope and what Scripture is saying is going to happen. These things happen, but this is how you win in the end by choosing to follow Jesus Christ to help us get through these things. Because clearly, what we're seeing, and 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 you know, I wish I could you know put a big sign up and say let's stop this. I don't know that we can do anything once we have entered into this seven-year period. We're going down that pike of seven years, just like that woman in Travel to deliver that child. And we, we are going to have to follow through on it. But the, the thing about it is is that our hope and, and our prayer is that we can grab everybody who's willing to listen and say, 
you know, the way you make it through this is through Jesus Christ. And if you don't have him as your holding on person to during this, I mean, you can't really hold on to anybody except him. I mean, as much as, as we love our family members, they cannot save us. The only person, the only being, the only thing that's out there is Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can help us. And so I think that it's so crucial right now we're we're talking about this and people are feeling so like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? And it's all terrible. I would just say that you've got to be able to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ because, you know, this is following exactly what Scripture has told us is going to happen. I mean, we are living we are living it daily, and it's gradually getting worse and worse and worse, and it's not going to get better. I, you know, I remember when we used to talk about all these things, and we would talk about, you know, people don't want to hear our shows because we were talking all this bad stuff. But, you know, we knew that these days were coming. But at the same time, the hope and the promise is that if all these things are lining up in Scripture, then the other thing is the Scripture also tells us who wins in the end and whose side to be on and how yeah, you and do still- that. And there's no reason to believe, uh, and I could, I've, I've, I was invited on, uh, um, you know, what am I call it? Uh, I can't even think of the name of the show. True News. I was, I was invited on True News to do. Uh, it was a point counterpoint. Okay, so what's his name brought on uh, a a person who he thought was an expert on uh, no rapture, and then he had me come on as the pro rapture person, and. Um, Anyway, the Holy Spirit took me over, and I ate his lunch and popped the bag. Praise God. Exactly but, um, right. The, the point is um, this. This is exciting, so i got to share this with the listeners because we need a little bit of po- positive excitement. We have no reason, A, we have no reason to believe that we're going to be uh, – and our live stream is going to get cut off, and so I'm sorry, but if you're listening over the Internet, uh, you can dial uh, 319-527-6020 because we're obviously going into overtime. Again, that's 319-527-6020, and you'll be able to l- continue to listen, or you can catch it on the podcast later. But think about this, guys. To your point, and I loved how you put it, Joy, okay, you said, you know, if, if the seven-year uh, – is, you know, I like how you put it like, you know, daintily in the sense that, you know, it wasn't final. In other words, we, we kind of like got to wait and see how it all unfolds. But let's make an assumption just for fun. If the whole concept of the Daniel seven years stuff is, you know, the common understanding and the common understanding, I don't agree with all of it. And I have studied the heck out of Daniel nine and i've looked at the hebrew very carefully and there's an awful lot of assumptions in the interpretation that when you look at the hebrew in daniel chapter 9 verse 7 you will see a lot of nine 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 strongs and what that means is there was an absence of words there was an absence of words to appropriately translate the word so the translators assumed assumed that it should be, quote, this word. Okay, and I looked very closely at Daniel 9.27. So I said Daniel 9.7 before, but I meant not Daniel 9.27. Daniel 9.27 is the ref, a reference to the beginning of, quote, the week or whatever. Or, I'm sorry, the middle of the week. 
the middle of the week. The week is the last seven years. Okay, so for those that don't understand this concept, I'm trying to help you. So the last seven years of the earth's existence before Jesus comes back in Revelation chapter 19 and opens up a can of whoop, you know, on the forces of darkness that are here and the pe- people that are left or whatnot. But but that's at the very end. Before that occurs, there's a rescue mission, or what's what I, I call it the rescue mission. As a matter of fact, if you look at the Hebrew in Daniel 12, it actually uses the term slippery escape. So if you look at the Hebrew word for the word delivered, look at the Hebrew and carefully analyze it. It means slippery escape. All right, so right there in Daniel 12, you have, again, a reference of people being delivered from the earth. And then we could get on in Revelation 3.10, Revelation 2.22, Revelation 3.5, because you've kept the command to persevere, I will keep you from the hour of trial that comes to test those who dwell upon That's the right. earth. Well, you know, if it comes to test those who dwell upon the earth, then where are we? We're not on the earth. Okay, so, so it's just so easy to, it's not that hard to, but, but here's the happy thing. Think about this. Think about how many years the three of us have been working on this stuff and trying to warn people. Mm. Now, imagine just maybe, and maybe I'm being a little bit presumptuous. I, you know, positive, leave the show with a positive note, especially you, poor Joy, after what you've been through. Um, (laughs) What if, what if the beginning of the seven years is started at the point that COVID started to hit the world real hard, which we will just, you know, just to be as, we'll round the numbers off a little bit, just to make it a little bit more plausible. That would indicate that the first year of the seven years would be 2020. Let's do a count. That would mean, now remember, the middle of the week is what the vast majority of people who study Daniel chapter nine and how it is reflective prophetically on supposedly when the rapture is most likely to occur. All right. So I'm not getting into I'm not going to nitpick it, but let's just keep it at a very high level. So there's a total of seven years. The first three years are a pretty crummy. They're supposed to be really bad years. It's going to, you know, mm-hmm. really awful. But, but nothing as bad as the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation is going to be bar none, so utterly horrible. The locusts stinging right. people, boils, people taking the mark of the beast. It's yeah. going to be unspeakably horrible. Like like mm-hmm. I tell people, watch watch Stephen King's movie, mm-hmm. the, the Mist, okay, and multiply it times <laughs> ten. All right. So let's do a count. 2020 is the first of the because that means we got 3.5 years. We got to endure this noise. So let's let's pretend 2020, 2022, 2023, halfway through 2024. What happens then? Now, then here's the cool thing. Now, when I saw all the nine 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 nines in Daniel 927, which marks the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. The assumption by the Hebrews and the Israelites and stuff is that that's when they're going to start cutting the heads off of red heifers, and they need a perfect red heifer, and blah, 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 blah. But none of that stuff is in Daniel 9.27. It's all presumed. 
So if you look up, get a good, get a good study guide. Look at the Hebrew. That's all assumed. There's 9999 sprinkled all over Daniel 927. So I took, I got out my enhanced strongs because I knew an alien invasion was coming. I knew it. <laughs> and so I took out my enhanced strongs and I very, very carefully looked. You know how strongs is. It'll give you like eight or nine different words that the Hebrew word might mean. Right. right. And I looked at it very carefully. And believe it or not, now, granted, I had a little biased, but I was looking very carefully at the what could, what what might be the alternate meaning of Daniel 9.27, e.g. the middle of the week, okay? And mm-hmm. I was able to find the words, on the wing of a flying army comes, uh, will come, uh, uh, will come uh, especially detestable and disgusting things. Okay, and I was thinking to myself, that would be the equivalent of an alien invasion, because any of us standing in front of these creatures would be like, what is that? And what's fascinating mm-hmm. is that actually lines up with Second with Esdras 15, verse 28, where it talks about the dragons of Arabia flying on the wings of the air like eagles and attacking these other beings called Carmangians. And by the way, that's just a couple of scriptures prior to the horrible star, Planet X, appearing in Second Esdras 15, verse 40, 40, verse 40. Guess what? In the day of the Lord, mm-hmm. Isaiah 13, and, and I know I know Zen remembers this because I did a show and Zen listened to it. It was I entitled it uh, the the uh, Isaiah 13 Joel 2 Alien Invasion, and if you read it, the day of the Lord is an alien invasion. Except here's the difference. In this case, God is sending them to the earth for the purpose of taking out the unrighteous. Okay, so Isaiah, it's really clear. If you just look at Isaiah 13, it says it right there. Um, Oh, I guess I'm misspelling Isaiah. Shame on me. Um, Isaiah 13. It says it right here. Lift up a banner uh, on the – remember, in God's language, he's not always talking about Earth. He's talking about all the planets, all the stars, all the trillions, the trillions of galaxies. You know, all of this is the kingdom of God. Okay, everything that we see in the Hubble Space Telescope is the kingdom of God. We, in our, in our selfish, myopic, narcissistic human bodies and, and fleshy thought, we always think God is talking about us because it's got to always be about us, right? But it isn't. It, it, so look what it says. It says in verse 3, I have commanded, this is God speaking, I have commanded my sanctified ones. I have also called my mighty ones for my anger, those who rejoice in my exaltation. The noise of a multitude of the mountains like that of many people. doesn't say that there are many people. It says the noise that they're making is like that of many people. It says a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations, which, by the way, can be nations that are located in another galaxy. A tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts musters the army for battle. They come from a far country, from the end of the heaven. 
Now, when you look at the word heaven, it is the Hebrew word shamayim, and in the enhanced strong, it says where the planets revolve, outer space. And it says from the Lord and his weapons of indignation to destroy the whole land. It says their faces will be like flames. It says they will ravage your wives and they will chop your children into pieces. Also, guess what? That's the day of the Lord. That's the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord happens right in the middle. The day of the Lord is Jacob's trouble. It's right in the middle of, of, of Daniel 12. So when I looked at all of that and I thought, and what were we just talking about? An alien invasion. Now, granted... <laughs> There's two different types of alien invasions. There's the ancient aliens version, which is to convince the world that there are saviors. But then there's those that God sends down to open up a war on that. Okay, during the, uh, uh, you know, you can call them evil angels, you can call them whatever you want to call them. But they're being ultimately being obedient to the Lord. And um, and these these creatures that are jumping from windows and climbing walls in Joel two those aren't humans. Do you know there are actually people out there that tell people that's the bride of Jesus? And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) What cold have you drank? The bride of Jesus ain't going to be here for that noise. No way. So so if that if if let's just pretend and and go to bed tonight with a nice smile on our face. Let's pretend (laughs) that maybe this pandemic was the kickoff event of the first three and a half years of the tribulation period. Okay. Yeah. If that be true, we only got. Let's see. Well, we're in 2022 already, so that only leaves two and a half years mm-hmm. before something darn big's going to happen, <laughs> right? So I don't know. I mean, I know my numbers could be off. I certainly wouldn't pretend to try to predict God, and and you know, and I I I don't know when the fullness of the Gentiles is coming in. I have no idea. All I can say is, if there's a spark of hope, I can toss people. <laughs> Let's throw it out there. You know? Well, it says yeah. we should. We don't know the Be day or the hour, ready. but we know the mm. season. And I think season, clearly yeah. we can see from Scripture that was to tell us that would be the people who would study in the end of days. It said, "Blessed are those who study it." That you would know the season like the watchman on the wall. You're waiting, yeah. you know, you're waiting for that all to come to pass. And I think as watchmen on the wall, we can clearly see that we are in the season. So we may not and know the day you know or the hour, but we know the season. And you know something which really yeah, fascinating yeah. is is Second Ezra's, well, actually, First and Second Ezra's was part of the 14 books of the Apocrypha that were in the original 1611 King James. Now then, That's right. Mm-hmm. What's fascinating to your point, Joy, about these about the fallen angels and the whole ancient aliens you know we are your creators we're here to help you all that kind of stuff <laughs> what's interesting right. is in the in the second book of Esdras it says that the dragons of arabia start a war with another alien civilization of some type it refers to them as the um carmangians and Augusto Perez was on the show, and he was given a vision from the Lord, and he saw 
different types of aliens in the sky, like, you know, ships flying around and stuff like that in a vision. So I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty excited. And that's like the worst thing to do at 10, 12 when I got to get up at 4 o'clock. <laughs> so I'm like, I won't be able to get to sleep until like 1230 probably, but oh well. Who needs sleep these days, right? <laughs> I kind of need a little bit of it. I want to tell you lately, enjoy the fact that you can get too. up and go. Just stay, just stay safe. The main thing is to stay safe. I think I'm going to overdose on valerian root tonight. I wonder how many of those you can eat before you start seeing <laughs> Aztec pimples. Uh, melatonin. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, praise yeah. God. Who went with the prayer tonight? I think you did then last time. Do you want to? Do you want to yeah. go? Okay. Doctor Joy. Doctor Joy. Yeah, I prayed last time. Okay, I didn't know who. Did, how, I couldn't remember who did the last time. Well, you know, since we've talked about a lot of stuff tonight about people needing to be ready about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the coming day of salvation for yourself, I really think that um, I want to. Um, just read Revelations 1, 7 through 8, uh, because I want people to really think about what we were talking about earlier, that we are at a time right now that we need to have Jesus as our personal Savior. So Revelation 1, 7, 8 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believe on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you're listening tonight and you really want Jesus to come into your heart, I ask that you would just pray this prayer out loud with me. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I repent of my sins and open my heart to let Jesus come inside of me. Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. I believe you died for my sins on Calvary's cross and you were raised from the dead so that through you I might be saved and have eternal life. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for saving me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Awesome. Praise God and amen to that. Thank you, Jesus. It's nothing more important, nothing more important, nothing more important. As a matter of fact, a lot of us are being brought to a place, and I'm raising my hand. I'm in a place right now in my life, I have had to just let it all go. And that's kind of a cool place to be, you know, no backup plans. (laughs) If I get a phone call tomorrow and they say, you're fired, I'm going to be like, "Uh, Lord, where are we going? The RV life is out, so, uh, you know, I just found out that all the RVers are all the people that chose, you know, lifetime RV as their style of life and sold their houses. They're all going back into houses now on account of COVID. Just found that out yesterday. So I'm just kind of like, Lord, you know, I don't want God to be my co-pilot. I want him to be the pilot. Amen. Right. Praise God. Yeah. 
Thank you both so much for joining us tonight. I'm, and, and uh, you know, just remember, valerian root will make you sleepy, but you definitely need the extra the slow. Get, get yourself some a uh, the melatonin. I tell people about Alteril. I don't know if you yeah. ever have trouble sleeping. A L T E R I L. I love that stuff. But for some reason, I took it like an hour and a half ago, and it's still not kicking in. So I'm going like, uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, right? Because that stuff knocks me out. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, God bless you guys. Well, it's a great program. And, yeah. you know, it's a troubling subject, but it yeah. also, hey, what for right about 2020? Isn't that cool? That means we don't got a lot of time left, man. We can start packing our bags. I'm just, you know, I know we're not allowed to take anything with us, but you know, maybe the Lord will let me have a teddy bear or something. I don't know, because I'm like really into teddy bears. I just, I just am so glad we have a savior. I am uh, so glad we I know. have a savior. Amen. Yeah, amen. I, yeah, yes, I know. Yeah. Thank you so much. God bless you, Zen. Thank God you, bless you too. Dr. Hang in there. Get better real soon, okay? Okay. Love you all. Love for you tomorrow for sure. Thank you, Zen. Yeah. I pray for you a lot too in the morning as well. Take care, Thanks, brother. Man. All right. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, God yeah. Bless. Amen. God, God bless you all. Talk to you then. I love you guys. Love Good night. You. Love you too. Love you Thank too. you all for joining night. us. We'll see you Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Lord willing. <laughs> Lord willing, right? Amen. If I get one of those astronaut farmer spaceships, then we might skip Wednesday show. <laughs> astronaut farmer, where are you? Sinners that the mercy of grace Redeemed we are by your embrace Praise his holy name Praise the king of kings When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set her free Write our names in your book of life we are cleansed through your holy sacrifice As we lift your name on high Renew our mind, renew our soul Remove the scars from our past And deem us righteous We rebuke all deceptive lies When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. We are the branches on a living tree. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. Until you come back for your bride. Set her free Watch us as we trim our wicks Our lamps are full Our hearts are right Like those five white virgins 
we will be. Your bride awaits thee patiently. Longing for that blessed sound that will rise. The churches gather, we're praying that we're worthy, Lord, to join our family. I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory. 